Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 132 of Value Town. I'm Chan Man V, and joining me, of course, are my co-hosts Ali Straza and Jackie Chan. How's it going, guys? I feel like I haven't seen you guys in hey, guys. so long, so this is so I great. Know. I know it didn't didn't feel right not having an episode last week, so good to be back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Back thank goodness action. we got. Thank goodness we got an episode in the day before I left. You know, just a little bit early, or else it would have been two weeks, which would have been two crazy. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So what you guys been so up to? So much is happening. I know, right? <laughs> I <spent> the- right around. <laughs> it's been crazy. I've like literally been spending the last because I got in yesterday. So the last twenty four hours have been literal, literally crazy catching up. Uh, so yeah. looking through the cards and um, obviously talked to you guys a little bit yesterday. You know, just planning the show. But uh, yeah, lots of stuff been going on. So how about you guys? Like, what have you guys been up to? Uh, we've just been playing ladder, you know, just <laughs> just, just just laddering it up in, in anticipation for for the new set. Um, I was playing a really fun Dragon Priest deck with uh, Inner Fire and Divine Spirit and all that stuff. And yeah, so it's pretty much what I've been doing this whole week. is playing that. Yeah, I've been uh, well obsessing over the new cards, <laughs> reviewing yes, that kind of thing. That too. Bit of, bit of wrapping on the side. Um, <laughs> a bit of wrapping on the side, yes, yes. Those card reveals, I definitely saw the card reveals from both of you guys, which was, uh, you know, obviously super hyped that you guys were able to do it. Be- I- it was the first one for you guys, right? Like, you guys have yes. never gotten a card right, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's so Feel good. privileged. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we got we gotta show some of these. We got in the case you guys missed it. It's pretty snowy. I'll show I'll show a few of these. So. <laughs> We got, got so, Ali oh in a blizzard here reporting about the card here. So definitely super creative. And it's getting hard to be creative. So, you know, whenever you can come with something that, that's so different and new, then uh, that's that's definitely something to, uh, you know, to, to uh, applaud you with. Look at that. Where those dragons come from? Uh, three uh, CGI YouTube dragons. <laughs> I think one's from Skyrim, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah, so nice. So you got Bone Drake. Okay, that's cool. All right, guys. Yeah. So on a serious awesome. note, let's talk All right, about right, and then we got the Rap Master, Rap Master Meat Wagon, Jackie Chan over here. I don't know if you guys caught this or not. Meat but. Wagon. It's a bit of a... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. With a, a lot of fun. Theme. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. Yeah, yeah we're, they can hear the audio right now. Too, so. deck, you'll have yeah, to take so your deck. Definitely, definitely a lot of, a lot of fun that I missed out on with all these card reveals. But um, so, what do you guys think? Yeah, how, was, your, how was your trip? Oh, my trip. Yeah, vacation. Oh, it was great, yeah. man. Went to, went to California and did um, a lot of the national parks. So a lot of hiking and 
camping oh, cool. and yeah, doing that sort of thing. And I, tr- you know, unlike most vacations, I literally tried to do zero work, which <laughs> I didn't accomplish. But I, I came as close nice. as I, I probably physically Relaxed can. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. It's like, it's good. It's yeah. Good. So that's why yesterday and today have been <laughs> just absolutely crazy trying to catch, catch up. up days. Yeah. But you know, one thing I do have to say is I got a chance to look at. You know, every card except for the ones that we reviewed before my trip, I got to mm-hmm. look at them all at once, which I have not gotten to do that in, I don't even Ever? remember. <laughs> yeah, like maybe when I first started the game in beta. But so that was actually a really cool experience being able to to just see like 100 cards for the first time <laughs> all at once. It's like, why Were you overwhelmed? Yeah. Just like, where do I even start? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, what we have planned today, obviously, is a bunch of reviews and rankings, and, you know, you guys will we'll get a chance to see that soon. And um, just even where to start was a little bit like, oh, my God. Like, how do I even, how do I even, do I look through them all first, or do I just start taking notes? So, yeah, I ended up just kind of, like, making my own list as it was going, and then I, I edit, edited it at, once I got it to the end of it. And then I edited it again once I they decided to start planning the show. <laughs> so, um, but no, it was re- like really, really fun. It, it kind of makes me wish that Blizzard again could somehow you know, still allow for the marketing of these card reveals, yet still show us like 100 all at once at the end. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, guys, yeah, we have a obviously a very full show planned for you guys, given that we didn't do one last week. So um, we're going to be talking about just whatever news is left with Knights of the Frozen Throne, given that it's coming out tomorrow. And um, yeah, so we're super oh, excited. Hyped. Exactly. Hyped. This, these are the days where we just kind of sit there and just, I don't know how you guys stream, by the way, like these days before, because it's like. Do we really care the agony. about the decks? I write. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me new cards. Yeah. Speaking of which, guys, we're gonna be doing. We're gonna try to do deck of the week after the show, uh, or at least a little bit later tonight. So, um, getting kind of the regular time, 9 p.m. Eastern. If you guys are still want to come and, and share your experience with priest or Kazakis priest that we we had for deck of the week last time, then come join us. But we have to get it in before the new cards come out. Otherwise, it's like, who wants to talk about Kazakis priest? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, let, let, why don't we go into some of the news? Because we're going to talk about news, and we're going to go into just like reviews and good bad cards, bad cards. Um, just we're not going to talk about all of them. We're, we we've kind of got like a bucket of things to talk about, just to to kind of make it into some kind of um, manageable, <laughs> manageable, concise uh, yeah, concise review. episode <laughs> instead of like a ten hour episode. And then of course we got some Q and A from some of the patrons and viewers at the end. Uh, but why don't we talk about some news that um, I think that Blizzard released, which was um, obviously the release date is August 10th, which is tomorrow. And what time is it? Is that like midnight tonight? Or it's it's usually like in the afternoon, right? So that's a really good question, actually. I would imagine <clears throat> maybe like 11 a.m. Pacific time, I, yeah, I like it, somewhere somewhere around there. But I'm, yeah. I really don't know for sure. I, I don't know if any of us do actually. Yeah, they literally never tell anyone. I think um, from what I've heard, I think it's, yeah. well, yeah. in terms of my time, it's 6 p.m. BST um, for NA and then 3 a.m. the next morning for EU. I just got a, EU, a message saying noon PST. Noon so, PST. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. That's, that's good. That's what we're looking at here. All right. So you guys going to start your stream before it comes out or you guys... Like you're just going to sit there yeah. waiting with everybody. It's like I want to do a load of uh, theory crafting. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. We're gonna. We're, we'll definitely 
hopefully get some of that theory crafting too, you know, a little bit later when we we're talking about the decks that we want to play. But yeah, so anyways, we got August 10th release date. Obviously 135 new cards. Um, you know, we're talking about death Death Knight Hero cards, of course. Uh, I think some of the things to go over maybe is that for, uh, the single player missions. We're going to get two right off the bat, the Prologue and the Lower Citadel. And then the other two will be available in the, ne in the coming weeks. So by the end, obviously, we'll, we'll have all the missions. And then there's uh, been news about the new Prince Arthas Paladin skin or hero that's going to be available if you finish all the missions with all nine classes. So um, the days of just trying to finish it as fast as you can with the cheesiest you know, deck and, and just getting the cards is... Uh, are probably gone. You know, I think the the point of mm -hmm. doing these missions now is just to have you have us spend some time and you know try to finish them in a thorough manner <laughs> instead of just like in a in a very quick manner. But what do you guys think apparently, about that? I, apparently, it's supposed to be uh, more like kind of difficult to mm -hmm. to get Arthas with yeah. all the nine classes. So I'm actually looking forward to a challenge because I feel like some sometimes in the past the adventures have been a little bit on the easier side so i'm looking forward mm -hmm. to looking forward to a challenge yeah i feel yeah. like the uh the heroics were literally just okay well you guys finished the regular now let's just give the boss like thirty thousand hit points and then that's heroic right? guys yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. so hopefully this will be yeah a little bit more interesting Seems yeah like i hope you can enjoy it a bit more rather than just rushing through it yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. looking forward to it yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. It looks like you'll also earn a Knights of the Frozen Throne pack after completing each section. So you get a total of three. Uh, you also get some packs for logging in, too. So there's a, a separate bit of news. You get, I think you get three packs for just logging in because there's an actual event associated with the release, too. Uh, <laughs> and then it looks like uh, Arena Draft change. So this is really, really interesting. The first two yeah. sets... Of cards um, in a draft are now mo more likely to include synergy-based cards. So, what does that mean? <laughs> like, exactly. So, does that mean like the two cards will be, or the six cards that are going to be shown are going to have synergy with them? Or I'm, I'm not quite sure about what that means. I'm not entirely sure how to decipher that either. All, all, all I heard when I, or all I thought when I first heard that was. Maybe with Nether Spite Historian, I'll actually be able to get some dragons because I pick up <laughs> right. that card every single time <laughs> that I have the option to, and I just never, never get the dragons. So, or elemental synergies and stuff like yeah. that. So, well. like a tribal thing. I think it's, yeah. I think that's what they're referring to. <clears throat> but then I'm not sure if it's the the first card is going to have synergy with the second card, or if literally yeah. just the right. first two have some kind of random synergy. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't really like it to be honest. Because if mm -hmm. if you're getting, say, the option, it's kind of deciding how you're going to build the deck from just like the first couple mm -hmm. of cards. Like, you yeah, get like great. an elemental, you're like, oh, I'm going to make an elemental deck, and then just <laughs> the whole thing is hoping to get more elementals. It's just like, right. I yeah, know. that's that. I, I agree with that too. And it's the way it's worded too is that it says you're now more likely to include synergy-based cards, which means that it's not going to be every single time. <laughs> and right. I, I think that's a little bit of a weird decision too, because if you're going to, I feel like if you're going to introduce this, you should just introduce it every single time that there's an arena draft, given that, you know, at least the, the you'll have that kind of consistency between the opponents, right? Uh, yeah. This exactly. is just like, maybe there's not synergy between the two and it's just, okay, well, 
that's different like than if, my opponent. If someone gets an insane, insane luck with their synergies mm -hmm. and then someone else gets really average luck, you know, I think it's going to yeah. kind of be an issue. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll be a change of pace, you know, and for a little while and just in the um, arena meta and stuff like that. So yeah. Different. Yeah, I guess I guess one of the good things about it is that a lot of synergy cards, like when you're playing arena, a lot of synergy cards aren't very good because they're pretty bad unless you have synergy with them. So what this could do is maybe make some more cards that aren't very common in arena, maybe better see a bit more play. Yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah. For That's me, true. I actually, I mean, for me, I, I feel like this kind of change is trying to make arena more like constructed. Exactly. Yeah, that's I, how I feel too. I like like Arena being what it is, you know. Like I like Arena mm -hmm. being something actually different than standard. So I hope they're not moving in that direction because I feel like the last few things, which aren't necessarily bad things, I don't want to just like just say these are bad changes to Arena. They're just different. Um, mm -hmm. But I I, just, I feel like all these changes are moving towards like Arena becoming more like standard and. Maybe there is this kind of accessibility aspect to it because more people have been playing standard and understand that, and they want to get Arena more popular that way. But I mean, I've always just liked the, I've liked Arena as a different game format, and everything about it is different. You know, like we end up playing all these kind of cards that we would never play in constructed, and right. yeah. you know, some some of the It'll constructed cards have less value, right? I'm interested to see what it does to like just and what people um, in the arena community have to say about it after the change happens. Yeah, so. yeah I'm sure yeah. it'll be I a mean, good it, video. It is only <laughs> it is only two cards, so it's not like right you know, how yeah, how thing. different. Yeah. Can it be? yeah, but it's the first two cards though, so it's like you were mentioning yeah. before. It, it it will dictate a bit of how your draft is right from the get go. Where before, you know, you had this this type of technique or approach to where you would have to take more of a, a general value-based approach from the first five to ten cards, and then based off of what you get there, you know, you, you adapt on the fly, right? And you, you try to make the best of what you have. Where this, it's like, you know, right from the get-go, you'll probably have, your, or your, you have a percent or a higher percent chance of, of uh, maybe dictating the direction you're going to take. I mean, you still don't know what cards are coming, so, you know, there's still a little bit of that. Um, and maybe there's there is some skill in trying to navigate that. Like, what happens if you get two dragons off the bat, and then you never get dragons again? Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was Batman. Yeah, exactly. Why did I pick maybe, that historian? <laughs> like, right. Maybe you'll just forego like the one like the dragons, but if it's elementals, mm -hmm. maybe some synergies is better, and just you'll just. Yeah, completely ditch the idea. Like, if even if you get the option, like, ah, I'm still not going to do dragons because I never get lucky. Or maybe, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? well, you have to pick some kind of dragon. The yeah, two you, picks yeah, 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 yeah. So. Okay, well, the rest of these are uh, card backs, which uh, pretty cool. Blood Knight, uh, mm -hmm. Frost Knight, Call of the Light, which is pretty plain to be quite honest. <laughs> it's like purple yeah. and, and gray, Gosh. and then uh, Call of the Void here, which is a little bit cooler. Um, like there's also been a card change. So Dreadsteed, the text on Dreadsteed has changed. Yeah. Rip Dreadsteed. I know. I know. Rip, rip Dreadsteed. It's not that bad. Come on. I mean, it's still, it's still uh, <laughs> ever living, basically, unless it's silence. Which yeah, it's been yeah. changed from Summon a Dreadsteed, the Death Rattle, to at the end of the turn, Summon a Dreadsteed. So, um, yeah. you know, no more... I guess Baron Rivendare shenanigans with just a craziness uh, 
uh, during the turn. You know, you can, I guess you can only get one now at the end. But um, I wonder why they made that change. Is there any card in the set that... Yeah, it's because of um, yeah. Defile. Oh, um, yeah. Defile basically gives an inf infinite loop. Yeah. And you just, it just never ends. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that would have been that hilarious to see. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, it would have been. <laughs> would that be hilarious, that's though? Yeah. <laughs> everybody would be basically be playing on a ladder just to troll everybody. Um, yeah. Okay, that totally makes sense. A Mistress of Pain and Wicker. Okay, they now have Lifesteal. It makes sense. Okay, Fandral, the, um, they... they I cleaned up the text on this, which actually has effects. So, with the choose when you're in, when you're actually uh, when you have the choose one cards, instead of having them just both combined, they actually execute separately now. So, I think the biggest example would be wrath, or the best example to me to talk about is wrath. So, instead of just like doing four damage now and drawing a card, you know, just to like one minion, you actually shoot for three first, and then you shoot for one first. Um, I believe it's that order. It could be the opposite, but you, yeah, you definitely shoot nice. twice, though. So if something has divine shield, you actually do damage to. I like that better. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's kind of cool. So um, it doesn't change, I guess, how it works already, except for I guess if you if something divine gives you like shield. armor or something twice, you know that sort of thing. But um, mm -hmm. for the most part, I think it's a better change uh, for the way it you know, interacts with things. Um, another thing is the hero powers no longer refresh when you ditch your weapon or when you change heroes. So <laughs> if you swing with the, you know, if, if you get a chance to swing for whatever reason with your warlock and then you, or just use your hero power, sorry. You, if you, yeah, yeah. Um, or, or no, wait, is it, uh, it's, it's the hero, the weapon swing, right? So yeah, you, you don't get a chance to refresh your weapon swing whenever you change mm -hmm. heroes. So, um, yeah, Tyraxxus won't get to swing if you've already swung once. So mm -hmm. not, not a huge change, but there's definitely been some, some uh, parts or some scenarios in the game where people take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah. And the, well, I suppose they did that because of the death, the, you know, the Death Knight heroes like mm -hmm. Uther's. You know, you can't just true silver and then heal twice. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. You know, like and then and then equip the the Death Knight and then attack again. Mm -hmm. So that'd be like nine damage to something. Yeah. Intense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the last thing is, look like Akonai Soul Priest. Similar effects will only trigger once when combined with Life Steal. So, um, I think the best example of that was what, like Mistress of Pain or something, or or something where you can do like multiple um, iterations of of the heals, right? Which would essentially be doing damage to to you mm -hmm. as a priest, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's pretty so minor. Thing. You can't yeah. kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you can't kill yourself. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. It's, it's better. Kind of, no, I'm happy they did that actually. It's like slightly sad because you can't have any like meme deaths, but uh, yeah. it's probably a good thing. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure it's a good thing because of that. <laughs> There's probably some instance of like, maybe another infinite situation where, yeah, you just kill yourself on accident, which would be super super yeah. bad. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so those are the changes that are going to be happening soon. So um, I think all these things sound pretty cool. Just, you know, something in addition to all the new cards. Definitely good. Um, let's see, anything else? I don't think there's been any that much more details on the events, but I'm looking forward to seeing what the events is. But um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I guess, in terms of just all of the announcements and things is that I, I just want to say, just want to give Blizzard kudos just in general for how they've been marketing the Knights of the Frozen Throne. Mm -hmm. You know, now the expansion is about to come out. I feel like once it's out, then you know this whole marketing 
um, at least the huge part of the marketing machine for the expansion will probably be done, you know, and over. Maybe the team will be relieved to an extent, you know, that they, don't, they can uh, finally just breathe. Uh, but I, I do have to say that the Knights of the Frozen Throne has, we've seen more marketing and events and I would just say marketing dollars put into this than we've seen with any other expansion. So um, yeah. it's been great. I think it makes sense because um, I, even though I didn't play WoW, uh, based on what I've heard, like the, the Lich King was such a, staple of WoW and it's been you know a lot of people's favorite uh, expansions from from WoW so I feel like this was the opportune time to market as much as they possibly could because you know maybe they're trying to pull in some people that used to play WoW and they're like oh my gosh like the Lich King um, maybe I should try out Hearthstone if I hadn't already so I think it was like really well done on their part especially like a Comic Con they had pedicabs yeah. with Knights of the Frozen Throne all yeah. over the city like they, uh -huh. they they did a fantastic job so and it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, th this is the kind of thing I, I would say we've seen in the past with uh, the Overwatch team. You know, like when Overwatch was first coming out, we would see, you know, this type of marketing and even the Heroes team to a degree. So mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm really happy to see that, you know, this type of um, emphasis and approach and money and, again, investment is, is um, we're seeing that in the Hearthstone. Because before I would say that, you know, it just didn't feel like they had the same amount of um, attention to it. You know, it's just like, okay, we have the new cards and we're doing the card reveals and that was like, it, you know, good enough or at least, you know, doing these streams where they show all mm -hmm. the, the reveals. But all these little things, you know, it, it does help hype up the the expansion, you know, and hyping up the expansion yeah, is totally. just going to, you know, it's going to add more life to each, you know, in between each of these three months or four months or whatever it is between expansions. So, um, you know, really, really glad they did it. And, you know, kudos for how they did it, too. Um, even just like working with Tempo Storm, right? Like the whole Tempo Storm thing where they're, you know, the, the Lich Kings or the, the team's been taken over. Yeah, they've been yeah. taken over. <laughs> I mean, that's something we've never seen before. So it, it's, yeah. 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 I, was, I was enjoying the, like, the trailer things they were doing with like uh, Uther oh, yeah. and Gulda. Oh, yeah, those have right? been, those have been was, the best ones. Yeah, totally. That was funny, yeah. Way better than the Angora ones, I have to say. Even though the Angora yeah. ones actually had a, a, you know, a famous actor in it or, or an actor that people knew. Oh, yeah. I these were still way the better. Safari guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, these were better. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. They were good. Yeah, hopefully this continues and, uh, you know, the next, just I, all the expansions from here on out, you know, will we'll be at that type of level. I mean, the next one will probably be at BlizzCon, so maybe we'll see some incredible. Mm -hmm. Things you know, just again, are in and around BlizzCon regarding the expansion. That'd be really, really cool. Is the Hearthstone Championship at BlizzCon this year? No, no, it's, it's not, not right. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, so what's going to even be at BlizzCon in terms of uh, Hearthstone? Great question. Yeah. I don't know. Gonna... Um, I think it's. I don't know where in Europe, but the championship is somewhere. In yeah, Europe, yeah. So. I know they were purposely trying to pull it off of BlizzCon this year, so yeah. it might be a lighter year of. Hearthstone. Hopefully it's not, you know, with the new expansion and everything, but... Yeah. Um, all right, so next thing, uh, community. I know you guys wanted to... Uh, I, know, I think Trump's in the chat right now, so... I, 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 <laughs> what, I think you guys wanted to mention something about Trump. So I totally missed this, so fill, fill me in now yeah. on what, what went on here. All right, well, I, I totally fell for it. Um, <laughs> I guess Trump was doing a review, I think it was, or I think it was review over theory crafting. Um, and he was referencing a warrior card and he's like, oh yeah, this will go great with the new Death Knight warrior, where the double wielding weapon, <laughs> I think that's what it was. And 
he like played it off, didn't say anything. And then the chat was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is like spoilers. And, and he just sat there for a little while and he's like, what? Like, what do you mean? We, we know the warrior death knife by now. And they're like, no, we don't. And then he's like, oh no. Um, I totally fell for it. I thought he just slipped up and he like knew about it, but uh, no, Trump, you did a fantastic job trolling everyone. Kudos to you. Yeah. Oh man. That's yeah, everyone hilarious. in my chat was spamming it. Like, oh, new, new warrior revealed. Yeah, Trump yeah, accidentally revealed it. And then, and I was like trying to think of all loads of ways you could use two weapons at the same yeah. time. Like, oh yeah, it's going to be so good. <laughs> you can have your fool's bane and your core howl. <laughs> like what? Yeah, <laughs> I no. think about it now. It's like, what, what were we thinking? Like, how could we, yeah. how could we possibly do that? But no, that's awesome, yeah. man. Trump, that, <laughs> that oh, prankster. Prankster, exactly. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um, all right. I, I think community, anything else in the community, guys, you guys wanted to bring up that might have been um, going on when I was gone? Kibler burned the, uh, <laughs> the Warlock that. Death Knight card. During the reveal, oh, that was a disaster. That's a everyone was like, Kibler did great. (laughs) Everyone was so hyped for the warlock, the death knight. I was like, Oh, yes, the cop scene. Wait, see the warlock, death knight. Oh, there it goes. (laughs) We saw the picture. That's about all we saw. It was funny, though. It was, it was, it was funny. Yeah, bad RNG. So (laughs) they got it scripted even more. Bro, you should have totally scripted scripted the app <laughs> for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, okay, well, we've got a bunch of cards to talk about in just a sec. But before we do, I just want to give a quick shout out to some of the folks that, um, of course, support the show, which is our patrons. And we like to take a little bit of time each and every episode to you know show some gratitude because you guys are the ones that make this show happen. Without you guys... The show wouldn't happen because we are 100% supported by the Patreon right now. So want to give a shout out to our legendary producer every week, Mike T. You are awesome. And then uh, some of the other patrons too, David H., Havoc, Davin P., Johnson C., Grant A., Louise L., Eric L., Sasha G., and Jeff B. Thanks so much, guys. You, again, you guys are amazing. And, um, you know, we are planning some, uh, or at least uh, I've been starting to think about some some uh, more things to do with uh, the patrons this this coming, or, or at least in the coming months. Because we've been doing Deck of the Week, which has been really, really successful, I would say, you know, with uh, some of the patrons that have been participating. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to be trying to plan a meetup, too, at, at BlizzCon, because we haven't done a meetup before, at least with Valuetown. So um, definitely be looking out for that and, you know, some more details. And I think me and Allie will most likely be there and... Jackie, yeah. a maybe or maybe, maybe. type of thing. Maybe. So maybe, we'll, we'll have to not. figure it out <laughs> as it gets closer. I just want to let you guys know, just at least, um, you know, things are coming in the works. Uh, and also, you know, the the podcast or Valley Town is is also on iTunes as well as some of the audio channels like Google Play and uh, SoundCloud. Just want to give a shout out to some of the folks or um, somebody that left a nice review because it actually helps people find. Value Town on iTunes whenever they're searching for a Hearthstone podcast. So a big shout out to Jay Spanna, I think it's how you pronounce it, <laughs> for uh, some of the nice words and obviously the rating. And if you guys want to help us out too, and you know you don't have any, you know you don't have a few bucks to, to give to the patron, and you listen to iTunes, just go to iTunes. It takes like a minute to, to do that. That really really help us out. Okay, this is the part we've been all waiting for. Let's talk about cards. <laughs> yes. Cards. It's, oh, no. I've I shown up too early. Oh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> um, all right. Spoilers. So, I know. Exactly. It's not that big a deal. Okay, so this is what we're doing, guys. Instead of just going through, like, 120 cards or whatever it is that we have not gone over, 
over. <clears throat> I figured the best thing to do, and maybe this is kind of just generally, I think what we'll do on the show is kind of try to clump up uh, discussions about the the card. So we'll be um, doing things like what we think are the strongest cards, or each of us will present like the, our five strongest cards or cards we think will be strong, and then we'll go strongest potentially strong because we're not like willing to say these are great and show up on reddit whenever we're totally wrong and, and then uh, right. uh, uh we got debated the ones that we think will be um causing people to show up on reddit basically and then uh lastly the our favorite ones just the ones that we like for whatever reason excited to play and then we also have class rankings and then new death knight hero power rankings that we'll talk about so let's start off with strongest which i like to call damn that wow that's good actually i was gonna say wow that's <laughs> wow, good that's... exactly wow that's good wow that's so good yeah so um <laughs> we each have five cards i figure we just each take them and um just remember guys that we got listeners so if you can just like maybe read out the cards <laughs> before you okay, you talk yeah, about yeah. it'll be good but um good why don't fun. we have we'll, we'll take turns like each section so ali why don't you start off okay all right so uh, my first one is Righteous Protectors, one mana, one one Paladin card with Taunt and Divine Shield. Um, so Argent Squire, we see it in the meta currently, and this is just basically a better Argent Squire. Wow, that's good. Um, it's <laughs> right. amazing. It's so good. Um, like putting this uh, in front of a Doomsayer, like a turn three, drop this, and then and a Doomsayer, like it just. I mean, granted, you'd probably be running this in a deck that's faster like Argent Squire, but still, I think there's a lot of potential for it. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think this guy's really, really strong. And, you know, yeah, sometimes true. when you play Paladin decks, I want a one-mana card to be able to Steed so I can get my Steed off on seven as opposed to eight. So, mm -hmm. like, if I have a Murloc Tide Collar, I'm always like, yes. Um, and so just having this guy in the deck will be good there as well yeah. there's so. all those divine shield synergies now too so mm -hmm. having even yeah. you know an additional one one as divine shield is definitely a good thing yeah no, i think this guy's super strong um all right so moving on so bone mare is a seven mana five five give a friendly minion plus four plus four and taunt and it looks like all three of us have put <laughs> yeah i think we all know yeah. that was a good yeah. one yeah <laughs> This card is so wow, that's good. Then we've all it put it. It is pretty crazy. It is bone it is dreams, man. Crazy. Not bone man. It's a lot of stats. <laughs> yeah, like, it's huge for seven mana. I think it's really darn good. Something it's gonna be literally like the best card in arena. Everyone's gonna be like, oh yes, oh, I got bone mare in my arena deck. Really. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. What kind of decks were you guys envisioning in this? And I was thinking like a control paladin. Um, yeah. Something along those lines. I think in mid range, I think you can it's put good it in a too. lot. I think mid range I think definitely. Yeah. What's interesting about Bone Mare to me is that it's not that different than Don Honcho if you actually just look at the total stats and things like that. But it's so much better though because it it's immediate versus you know like and defensive. Yeah, and it's a taunt too. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. it's crazy. It's got the taunt attached to it as well. Mm -hmm. Like when yeah, I first first saw it, I kind of ignored the taunt. I was like. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty good card. And then I saw Taunt as well. I was like, "Whoa, that's actually crazy!" Like, <laughs> like any deck that is a kind of mid rangey deck that's trying to be ahead on board, this could just be tempo very good. At Even a tempo deck, uh, it's whatever, right? It's, it's definitely yeah. going to be good. So yeah. I can see it in 
almost every type of deck except for a combo deck. I know. Almost every deck? Uh, no, no, not every deck, but every kind of, every kind of deck. Throw not, it in there. Not, not every deck. <laughs> that no, would but I know what you mean. Like not, well, Freeze Mage is a combo deck, so you're saying not. Yeah, uh, not a combo deck. Not, not a, combo a combo deck. deck. But yeah. mid-range, I think control. You can aggro yeah. to an extent. I mean, you can make yeah. an argument for that being the last card in an aggro deck, too. Um, but yeah, yeah, super good card. Stats, it's damage. Yeah. yeah. Next, we've well, happy ghoul. Me and you have both got Chanman. Three mana, yeah. three three. Costs zero if your hero is healed this this oh, turn. Man. Yeah. So um, it's obviously very good with life steal, mm -hmm. and um, like a zero mana, three three. This is like an insane tempo card. But what's good about it is that it's a tempo card that is not going to fit in an, an in a super aggressive deck. Like you're not going to play this in Pirate Warrior or Token Druid or or token shaman, but this is going to be much better in things like uh, Paladin with True Silver and Burn Bristle and any lifesteal mm -hmm. type things and, mm -hmm. and Priest as well. So this card seems really good to me. Yeah, just anything that costs zero, we've seen, right? Just we've seen Shaman yeah. taking a great effect. This isn't a five-five, but still a three-three early on in the game. You get the, you can get this down on turn two, and it's great. I mean, you can actually hero power yourself and get this down on turn two. Yeah, right. You know, so. Yeah. It, I think it's super flexible, and it, the different scenarios that you can use it is is vast. And that's one of the big parameters, at least from my for me, in terms of cards being you know, potentially the strongest. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right Ali, your next one. Continue going. Um, all right, so the Lich King. It was a, kind of an obvious one for me. Is a eight mana eight eight taunt at the end of your turn. Add a random Death Knight card to your hand. Um, it's a legend I think too. <laughs> there's a yeah, it's a, it's a legendary. Um, I think there's a reason why everyone's kind of calling him Doctor Eight. I think that he's gonna be in a lot of decks, mid range and control. Um, I think some of the Death Knight cards are insanely powerful. The only one I don't really like is the destroy all minions and then remove what is it the amount of cards that you destroyed like minions you destroyed that's the only one i'm like not a huge fan of in terms of the death knight cards but overall i think that he's just gonna he's a, the biggest staple of the set potentially and mm -hmm. um i think he's very strong so yeah so it's at the mm -hmm. i mean it it's never ending like it it's not battle cry at the end of your turn at a random yes you know it's it's actually if it lives it just keeps it giving lives. death knight yeah. cards yeah so, exactly um so given that it's random you can actually get like back to back the same ones right mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah okay One there's also true. that little i forget i forget the name of the card office um, no 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 it's oh. the one that triggers your <laughs> end dog. of turn effects twice so it's kind of like a brand, but it's for oh, an, yeah. end of turn effect. Oh, the so like, three mana one five right. Drakari yeah. Enchanter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You obviously can't play the two together because eight and three, but um, I don't know why you'd want to play that card. But maybe, maybe it'll pop up and getting double Death Knight cards at the end of each turn would probably yeah. be insane. No, that, that's one thing I noticed about this uh, set is that they're they have added cards that have potential potentially infinite value. You know, we, we mm -hmm. only saw that, like, yeah. in, man, maybe not even one handful, maybe, like, a half a handful of cards in the past. But with this one, I feel like we've we've seen, like, five, six, seven, or something something like that, that if you don't kill it, 
it just keeps giving your opponent yeah. guys or value or cards or, or that sort of thing. And um, you, you'll see some of those in the coming list, at least for me. And, and I think that's cool. That's super cool. You know, it's, it's a different way to make a card essentially taunt, you know, without actually taunt. This one's yeah. actually taunted too. This so. one actually is <laughs> like, yeah. different. But. A lot of people have speculated if VGH or Black Knight will come back into the meta. Oh, if like yes. if Lich King really is that prevalent, people are like Druid, how is Druid gonna easily remove this, you know, if they don't have a board? <laughs> so you might have to run some kind of single target removal for him if he really is that prevalent, which I think he will be. So yeah. maybe we'll yeah. see. I mean some people have been back. some people have been comparing Lich King to Rag as kind of like the eight drop that you can just chuck in every deck, but I don't think it's quite as good as Rag. Like, I, I think agree. this is definitely I agree. good. I yeah. But a lot of the, the the problem with the the one problem with the Death Knight cards is that a lot of them are or some of them are quite situational. And mm -hmm. so sometimes you are just gonna get a completely useless card. Um obviously there are they are all powerful, but it's yeah. pretty inconsistent kind of which one you're getting. So Yeah. Lich King feels a little a bit like Yeah, his a taunt oh. the taunt is nice too. Yeah. What were you gonna say though? Sorry. I was gonna say he feels a little bit like Archthief Rafam. You know, it's like yeah, but I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, you get you get <laughs> that big body down, but it still takes like another full turn to actually run mm -hmm. something. You know, because the, the death knight's huge, right? So um, it, it's not again, it's not like quick value, but you do get at least the taunt. The taunt is actually something that Archthief never had, so some okay. immediate effect, but just not super powerful. You know, like uh, some of the other cards. Yeah. I'll yeah, definitely no, I, be playing I, it though. I, <laughs> it's no question yeah. I'll be playing it though. <laughs> maybe it, it, maybe it won't be as in, men, in as many decks as we think. I'm not sure. I mean, I think everyone's gonna at first be playing him, but yeah. maybe we'll come to the conclusion that I would say the greedier decks will eventually like yeah. be the only ones that run it. Um, mm -hmm. But that's yeah. you know that's every eight eight <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, exactly. there's not very many eight eights outside of free giants that that get play in <laughs> <laughs> mid range decks. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Okay, right. uh, you got Bulvar next too, right? Yeah, I I I think Bulvar is strong. I I think I saw like a, at first a lot of people saying, oh, he should have ton or he's he's not that strong. But mm -hmm. I think that for five mana. Um, oh, sorry, I should say the card. It's a five-mana legendary Divine Shield. After a friendly minion loses Divine Shield, gain plus two attack. Um, I think for five-mana, he's not that expensive. So if you were trying to run a Divine Shield Steward of Darkshire deck, it could still work. But I think that the power in this card is simply just in its stats and the fact that it has Divine Shield. And typically, the follow-up, if you draw your cards in the right order, is Spikerstein. And so I feel like removing a 1-7 mm, with Divine Shield true. is probably not the easiest thing to, to, to do for, for the most part. And so it, if it's kind of ensuring a strong minion to, to Spike Ridge Deed, I think that's, mm. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. So I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say, though. Yeah, I, I think I agree. Um, I mean, when its own Divine Shield gets popped, it gets plus to attack. Yeah. So it's kind of it's a 1-7 yeah. star, and then it, it's always going to become a 3-7 yeah. when, it's, when yeah. its own Divine Shield gets popped. Um, <laughs> obviously, you've got Burn Bristle, which is just kind of staple. The new one-mana Righteous mm -hmm. Protector that you were talking about a yeah. minute ago is obviously very good. Um, 
And yeah, I agree with you. I think you can definitely see some play. I would actually love to see some potentially like a, a full divine shield synergy pal. And like, I would oh, love that. that uh, everybody's gonna be trying that the first day. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I promise you that. Don't know how good it'll be, yeah, but exactly. it'll be at least fun to try. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say the you know I think all those things that you guys mentioned are are really good things. I would just be a little bit scared that it's susceptible to Kodo. And um, yeah, priest, priest owns it too. Yeah, totally owns it. If this yeah, is yeah, priest be... owns it. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, I think I think for the most part, if you're going to build a divine shield centric paladin, you're going to get good value from this. Yeah. Um, might not be broken value, but it's good value. And then all the taunts, right? Or not, not the taunts, but the buffs. I mean, paladin's going to have a bunch of buffs. That's it's pretty clear. It already does. Yeah. But we're going to see even more now that we have divine shield protecting it too. So, mm-hmm. this card would be good in that instance. All right, shall we move on to Bear Shark? Bear Shark I can't believe is you. on here. I can't like, believe I, I Bear Shark. <laughs> like, wow. I think, Bear, I think Bear Shark's strong. Okay, I, I could be, and I'm so nervous of putting my opinions out. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome, though. Okay. I could be totally wrong, and the internet's going to be like, God, Al, you're terrible at that. cards. Anyway, but I think, okay, so if we think about it, the if we were playing against a mage, like the, the one thing that I thought of that could remove this easily would be Medivh's Valet. Sorry, it's a three mana, four, three beast, can't be targeted mm-hmm. um, by spells or hero powers. Um, if you're Hunter and you're on the coin, you can get it out turn two with the three, two adapt minion. What's that guy called? I always forget that guy's. Um, Crackling Razamal. Yeah, yes, him. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you know, give it health. I, I, I think that it's, Better. Now, I just I don't know how good Hunter is going to be. I don't think Hunter is going to be great, but the card in itself I do think is relatively strong because um, I do think it's got aggressive stats and would fit well into an aggressive Hunter deck. So um, I I like it, and I'm gonna stand <laughs> okay. by, I'm gonna yeah. stand by that. But uh, yeah, no, I'm curious to see what, why you guys think it might not be as strong. No, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree that it's it's definitely a really good card in terms of like what you're getting. Like three mana, four three can't be targeted. Plus the benefit of a beast is yeah, it's great. Like I'd say it's better than fairy dragon. Yeah. Um, oh, but the yeah. the problem I have with it is that hunter is currently it just doesn't have as good early game as a lot of the other aggressive mm-hmm. decks. And so this is the the kind of minion that you would love to just play onto an empty board. And so it's right. it's very good against like control decks like like mage and that kind of thing. But Hunter is already kind of pretty good at that. And Hunter's already got loads of stuff that you're very happy just playing onto an empty board and slowly piling pressure on. But what Hunter is bad at is kind of beating other aggressive decks right now. And this is like really bad when you're behind on board. And I don't think Hunter quite has the tools to consistently like get ahead on board. Yeah. No quick shot, nothing like that. Exactly. Come back, right. If it was a 3-4, I think if it was a 3-4, it would be more of a... I, I would be considering. If it was a three four, yeah, I think it would be like. It would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be. It would be. It's so funny because the That'd stats be are, are are the same, right? But it would actually be elevated a lot more because of that extra. That one extra health is huge. Like it's crazy huge. Oh uh, yeah. Because then Valet couldn't kill it, and I mean the uh, like a war axe can't kill it, and I mean there are many many things that can't kill it at that point. And if, you know, if it's a hunter, right, if it lives, then man, hunter's in great shape, you know, going into Mm -hmm. Houndmasters or whatever. So, um, yeah, I I think it's just like that little minor thing. And it's it's probably why they made it a four, three, because I think it would be probably too good Mm -hmm. if it was three, four. So, 
It's cool though. But Bear Shark, I feel like, is the mascot of this <laughs> expansion in yeah. a way. And I'm I'm, I'm glad that uh, you know, somebody thinks that, or somebody might be playing. It, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it's it's definitely good. Um, uh, yeah. All right. So anyway. let's see. I think that's Allie's list. So Jackie, you've got like, okay. a few more here too. Yeah, so uh, Blood Razor, the uh, four mana two two yeah. weapon, battle cry and death rattle deal one damage to all minions. Uh, we actually already discussed this on. Yeah, I think it might, might have been the last episode yeah, of Valley Town. Um, so won't go on this for too long, but uh, I, I really just think this weapon is kind of just insane. Uh, <laughs> like the more I think about it, the more I think in some situations it's it's even better than death death by it. Like in, in against decks really? where you really wow. want whirlwind effect. In the in the index where you really want the whirlwind effect, um, it's just better. Like it's just better against token decks, right? Because of the instant AOE, and you're getting like right. Because so with death bite, you're getting four damage and then uh, four more damage and one to all. With this, you're getting you're getting two, two AOE. Yeah, you're getting you're two and one to all, and then two to yeah. one to all again. So it's essentially like two mini swipes. Yeah, which is. Mm -hmm. And and the second one is like you can use at your at your will whenever you like. Right. Um I think this card is just crazy good. Yeah. And um Yeah, I I like it too yeah. a lot. I think it might be a little scary against Divine Shield Paladin though. Like you, you might have to like hold it back if say let's just say a boulevard is up, right? And yeah. you have a, yeah, like true. all these other Divine Shield things up and it's like, man, I can't even play my razor I get a <laughs> blood razor now unless and then I'll or otherwise it'll be like a five seven or a seven seven uh, yeah. or I'm looking at. Yeah. So it, it could be I th I think the battle cry generally is a good thing, but there could be situations where it's actually not not good either. This is super great value though. There's no question. Yeah. And it's nice with uh some of the new warrior minions we've got as well. A lot of the enraged ones like the uh, the eight mana legendary and the three mana dude. Um, mm. so kind of a little little of a hope that some kind of tempo warrior could could uh, <laughs> come into the scene. Like they don't have tempo enough with pirates already, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Alright, speaking of one damage across the board. Oh my god, defile. <laughs> Two mana warlock spell, deal one damage to all minions. If any die Cast this again. So this is the uh, the Dreadsteed killing card. Um, <laughs> the reason Dreadsteed had to be nerfed. That's bad, man. But uh, this card is absolutely, actually, like, bonkers. Uh, it's such powerful early AoE. And it's it's really interesting that you, you're going to, a lot of the time, be wanting to set this up. So this is going to be really good against things like um, Token Shaman, where they have lots of one health things, lots of two health things, lots of three health things. This is just going to very easily clean up their board and when you're using things in your deck like mortal coil as well to help set up for these uh for this massive aoe uh i think this is arguably the best card of the, the set wow okay i see i put this in my debated section and so i did too, <laughs> I did too. So, wow. should we discuss it now or should we wait it's not in your debated section actually <laughs> It's, oh, it's, it's not. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I decided not to put it in because you put it in, oh, and then okay. I was like, "Oh, it's redundant, okay. so I'll pick a different card." <laughs> oh, we can so wait. When we, I well, we can talk about. We can talk about it now if you want. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we might, yeah, might as well. Wrong yeah. on the topic. Oh, we know you. You know, so this is your card. So you're no, 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 go for it. Save my opinions as well. So when I first saw the card, I was really excited. I thought it was good. Um, my issue with it is that Warlock, I don't think, has great ways to manipulate the board like it doesn't have ping power like mage like you can't ping something first 
first and then and then cast a file. Um, and you mentioned Mortal Coil, but I don't think Mortal Coil really synergizes it synergizes that well with it because you know you typically want to cast your Mortal Coil after. I guess if it if it gets sure. the second minion to one, it, that would make sense. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's conditional and yep. not as strong as as it as it may seem. That's just my gut feeling with with the card. I could totally be wrong. I'm uh, curious. I, what you I feel the same way. I mean, no question, it's good though. I mean, you know, it's like I'm not yeah, saying it's, it's that it's not good. good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm actually just no. saying that I, I think that people might be overrating it just because. Yes, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah, because you know, by by default, it's a arcane explosion. Which is already mm -hmm. too. I mean, so you're getting arcane explosion plus potentially huge, you know, um, value on top of that. Uh, but like you yeah. said, Allie, I, I mean, there's a couple things for me. It's just like Warlock already has a ton of removal, so it's mm -hmm. like, I mean, defile. Hellfire. You have to replace some of those that removal with this, which is, and this is more situational to possibly earlier type of um, aggression. And I don't even know how good aggro decks are going to be actually in after this with some of the cards that i've seen already so um yeah i, I don't know how many times like what the average proc will be for defile mm -hmm. and you know if if you're playing against a control deck they don't have very many minions anyways so defile is yeah. not necessarily yeah. going to be a huge value so we're talking mostly against say shaman you know paladin that's flooding and you know some mm -hmm. aggro so the, it, it's already limited to those three things in, in my opinion uh, in terms of just how how good it can be it's cheap though so it's like it's not it a huge investment even if you do but it does take up a card and with warlock i mean i'll, I'll have to you know i'll have to see and i'll have to build a bunch of warlock i don't know how many card slots you really have flexible you know well, like where you can just like kind yeah. of like let's just try out the, these cards you know if you it, were making a cruel like a cruel one of demon deck or something may you know it'd probably find a slot in there oh, okay um, yeah maybe that it could potentially work but uh, yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you. I, to be clear, though, I, I still think it's yeah, good. Yeah, it's a good card. Just, yeah, no question. It's definitely it's a still a good card. Yeah, crazy to say it's um, not a good card, but yeah. I mean, there's like a couple of other ways you can use it that are pretty cool. Like you could play if you're playing in a deck where you have lots of like death rattle minions, like say Devil Sorag, you can use kind of your own minions to keep the defile okay, yeah. proc going. That's and, true. And yeah, 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 that's true yeah. too. That's true. And um, there's also a new two mana one one divine shield spell damage minion, which this is insane with. So you cast Defile. You pl first you play your spell damage. It's, it's two mana, so it'll be a four damage combo. Uh, you play your two mana oh, yeah, one yeah, one device, right. mm -hmm. then Defile. It yeah. kills a minion, and then it goes off again, kills your own mm -hmm. minion, does right. two damage again. So that's already a four damage AOE. And then it will go off again and do five damage, and it's kind of, it's just pretty... It's such it's an insane cool. combo that it I've is, got. To, I imagine that would be around. No, somewhere. I mean, I, I definitely thought of the spell damage combos too, but that's yeah. that's like a two card combo when you could just use Hellfire or, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you could play like, like five Hellfires, you probably would, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I like Defile <laughs> for me would, like I I think Defile as a better version of like Bouncing Blade, you know, type of thing, and it's mm -hmm. like yeah. if that would have been if this card would be in Warrior, holy crap. I mean, it'd be like crazy good, <laughs> oh my God, you know, yeah. in Warrior, right? So, or maybe good. Maybe there's not minions to kill either in, in Warrior, but if you can manipulate it, and there's like even more synergy, I think with the you know um, berserkers and acolytes and things like that, then um, you know I, I could see that working out better. But in Warlock, it's it's just a little bit harder to imagine 
Um, but it's cool, you know, with some of those like one ones, you say they'll give you like a five five. You know, like there's definitely some some synergies that I, I think egg could decks. work out. Yeah, like an egg warlock. Egg yes. warlock, right up Jackie's <laughs> alley. Egg meat wagon warlock. <laughs> 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 oh my god what if we had well, we had the one one and then we had the neruvian egg and then you had you had like eggs that lined up from like one health two health oh, three health awesome. oh my god holy <laughs> crap that would be so amazing dude that would be so Except good the, the spawned minions would be taking the damage as well yeah they would but yeah. you know, it's like but it's, it'd still be cool you know it's like patron you know Grim style patron. it's like yeah, so yeah. what <laughs> it's like we still got <laughs> a bunch of minions here that are big um Okay, uh, let's okay. see. If we're going across, I guess, the middle, I guess my next thing is... Uh, I'm trying to read it. Oh, it's, it's Phantom... Oh, I have to bring it up, Free sorry. It's, it's a little bit small. My, Phantom Freebooter. So it's a 4 mana. It's a neutral card. 3-3. Three, three. Pirate. It's a rare card. Battle cry. Gain stats equal to your weapons. So, um, so, yeah, I picked this card mostly because of the versatility of the card. Um, it's not something that's going to give you like crazy eight eight, you know, something that's going to be ridiculously insane. But I feel like it's it's pretty solid in terms of what you would play it in, which is a pirate deck, right? And let's just say warrior mm -hmm. right now. Um, I think there's a couple cards that you can actually, um, you know, if you have too many weapons, which sometimes you do, sometimes you just have like two Aconite, Arcanite Reapers and you just got mm -hmm. too much stuff in your hand. There's actually a way to to use them as buffs, and this is one of them. Um, and, you know, if you have an Arcanite Reaper in your hand, all of a sudden this becomes an 8-5, you know, or um, even just like a hook. I think a hook even makes this something good, you know, in late, a little bit later in the game where the hook generally becomes irrelevant, you know, in most cases, right? So, um, yeah, I think this this works pretty well in the Hunter, or the, the Warrior, the Pirate Warrior. I don't know <laughs> if it's quite good enough to make it in the deck without some more changes, but... Um, you know, as a four drop, yeah. I can see this being pretty solid, and it has synergy with pirate. So, um, yeah, I don't know. what do you guys think? No, I, I think you are. No, like... oh. <laughs> you, you go. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I thought I was sorry. Uh, yeah, I I don't think it's that strong, honestly. Like, I, it's it's not that I don't think the card is is decent. It's more I don't know what I would take out of the current pirate warrior list for it. Like. What's mm -hmm. the other four mana cards? The, the five four, right? Dread Cor the Dread Corsair. Like I think the yeah. Dread Corsair it's just better. Um, I think. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm not that impressed with it. I don't think it's bad. I just don't like it currently in Pirate Warrior, and I just don't know where else I'd put it if I didn't put it in Pirate Warrior. So. Yeah, I think. Um... The, the problem with it, I think, is it's great if you have, like, fireworks equipped, but mm -hmm. I, the problem is you're always going to want to play this on turn four. I think if you're playing this after your Arcanite Reaper, that's generally not really what you want to be doing, because kind of after you've after you've played your Arcanite Reaper, generally that, that's the kind of stage as Pirate Warrior where you're all out face. You don't really right. want to be playing minions. You just want to be heroic striking and that type of thing and finishing them off. Mm -hmm. And I think the problem with this is that you're going to want to be setting this up. Usually in the early game with Pirate Warrior, you're equipping your weapon and then playing some big threatening scary pirates and stuff, and you're pushing face with your minions and then removing the opponent's minions with your weapon. So you're actually often going to be using up your weapon charges early to, to clear the board. And so I think it's going to be a bit too difficult to consistently get good value out of this on turn four. Like if you've only got like a a one-two hook or something equipped, it's not mm -hmm. it's not that good. You'd rather just play like a Naga Corsair. 
So I actually think this is more likely to see play in Rogue. Yeah, Rogue um, is a possibility too. Mm-hmm. With the new Rogue stuff that uh, that they've got, so. But they got the new yeah, weapon. I don't think they. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Would you? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like I said, like I, I thought it was an interesting one, and I thought I think it it can be played across different classes too. So I, I and the pirate synergy will probably only work with warrior and rogue. But um, you know, I thought it was something might be just a slight upgrade to the um, to the Naga Corsair. But we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I had here was the um, let's see the berserker, right? The animated berserker. Yeah. So the animated berserker, I I thought was interesting. I mean, again, it's not something that's like super hugely amazing, awesome, but I think for what it does, um, and the fact that it's a one three too, so it's already well statted, and the fact that mm-hmm. it synergizes well with like an acolyte of pain, it synergizes well with the frothing berserker. Like if you have coin, um, and yeah. it, it does hurt things that you continually play, but. Man, with Warrior, you, you just have minions that you just want to hurt. They're just like mm-hmm. the class of pain, man. <laughs> totally. The class of pain. <laughs> so um, oh, yeah, I actually no, think this is pretty cool. I mean, I think this works especially well with like a three drop that you're going to want to play with a coin. And um, yeah. could be super strong too with it. What do you guys think? Only Grim Patron. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, I agree with you. I do think... Uh, I do think it's good. Um, I, I guess I'm curious if that type of, like, what kind of minion damage deck is going to come out and what we're going to see from it, because I would think that Pirate Warrior would still be probably one of the, the stronger, stronger warrior decks. So I'm, I'm not really sure, but I, I do think it, the card is good. Like you said, the stats in itself are good, and there are so many syner- synergies that you can have with it so yeah and it like the new legendary like you said could be could be cool but that's a little conditional i suppose but um yeah i like it yeah i i agree i think if it's some kind of tempo warrior becomes a thing i think you'll mm-hmm. this will definitely find a find a happy home maybe even playing like gurubashi berserk or something yeah. like that who knows i've, I've been i thought about that yeah. too but in bloodhoof it's great oh. too right so yeah i mean yeah. if he lives and bloodhoof gets up then I mean, he's going to live for a while. Yeah, it's so. pretty clutch, actually. Yeah. It's, it's definitely <laughs> more enraged minions. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like a different way of... So you don't have to play world... You know, like, you can make an argument where, where something like whirlwind's better because it actually has purpose for removing minions, too. But at the same time, this is a little bit more exact and precise as to what you want to do with the damage, you know, instead of injuring your entire board, right? Like, you just want to injure just what you play next, and you can synergize that a little bit better. Um, but also, it has right. a body, too. It, it really, I think the biggest thing about it is that it's a 1-3 that you can play on turn 1. And against a lot of classes, that's, you know, that's a pretty good thing. Because you can protect it, too, with a Fiery War Axe, right? So, um, yeah. yeah. It, it potentially can be really, really good that way. Uh, let's yeah. see. Nice. I guess why don't I finish mine and then we'll go back to your, your last one there, Jackie, which is yeah. a big druid one. Uh, so I've got Sir. Is it. How do you pronounce it? It's um, a Sir. A Serenite, Serenite Chain Gang. gang. Serenite Chain Serenite Gang. Chain well, gang. actually, I didn't describe the last one. Sorry, guys. It's a. Um, it's a, a one mana anime berserker. It's a common card. One three. After you play a minion, deal one damage to it. So it's a warrior card. And uh, the one before that was uh, the Phantom Freebooter, which is a four mana three three pirate battle cry. Gain stats equal to your weapons. 
And then this one is a four mana Serenite Chain Gang rare card, two three. It's a neutral card. Taunt Battlecry summon a copy of this minion. So you basically get two cons, two taunts, two two three taunts, which um, you know if you just add up the stats, I mean that's you know it's pretty good stats just generally. And there's a lot of different uh, types of decks right now that just like flooding, you know, just so whether it's a shaman or um, even a druid. And then druid even has the taunt synergy now too that they've been adding, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of their cards. So I figured this is a pretty solid card just to add to that. It's a pretty, pl- you know, there's not that much to it, to be honest, but, you know, I, I feel like it's a really solid one to, to have. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is actually comfortably one of the best minions in the expansion. It seems, mm-hmm. it seems really... In fact, I didn't put it in my top five, but this is... I think this is my f- my favorite minion in the whole expansion of kind of really wow wow it's insane with hand buffs as well yes uh, yeah, I mean you can compare it to like feral buff. spirit so like it's feral spirit but overall you're spending one less mana plus it has synergy with hand buffs plus it's a neutral so you can play it in any class mm-hmm. um, and if you use something like stolen goods this becomes a, oh, a five yeah. six taunt you stolen goods on two and then coin out two five six taunts which is actually ridiculous so. Um, I think this, if hand buff Paladin or Warrior ever became a thing, I think it would be very much to do with this card. Yeah. I honestly overlooked it. If I'm, like, now that we're talking about it, I, I'm like, dang, you guys are right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I overlooked it for whatever reason. But yeah, definitely hand buff Paladin. I feel like you could do some crazy things here with this. So. Yeah. I mean, do you think hand buff Paladin's going to be a thing? Like I, I know there's a viewer that wanted me to ask you, Jackie. Like specifically, like, do you think is there any kind of hand buff paladin deck that you've been thinking about? Like with all the divine yes. shields now and stuff. Oh, you yes. have? Yeah, really? Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got some great new stuff. This four mana minion is insanely good. The righteous protector is also insanely good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I actually like the four mana. Th- the more the more cards that have been revealed, the more I actually like the four mana three two charge minion. Really? Um, oh, the lifestyle yeah. one? Wow. Yeah, and you, you play because it's very good with Happy Ghoul as well. Oh, yeah. Um, that's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, I've seen that. Yeah, I'm, I'm super hyped for Hanbo Paladin, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I didn't think about some of those things. Man, Paladin might have to go up a little bit higher in my ranking, which we're about to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Jackie, you have one uh, last 10 mana card. Uh, yeah, final is uh, Ultimate Infestation. Ali, you actually put this in your overrated section. Yes, <laughs> I know. It's like super unpopular opinion. But <laughs> you, you, you talk about it and then I'll Yeah, yeah, it. no, I'd like, I'd like to hear your opinion. Um, so it's a 10 mana spell that does everything you could ever want. Um, deals <laughs> 5 damage, draws 5 cards, gains 5 armor, and summons a 5-5 five, five ghoul. So 5-5s five, five everywhere. Um, the ultimate Kazakis spell. Is yeah, so drawing, is. Fi- yeah. drawing five cards is absolutely insane. It's almost like Yogg. <laughs> you play Yogg, you're expected to do something like this. <laughs> but um, the, it's it, for the amount of mana you're spending, you're just getting so much for that mana. Um, and I would love, I would love this to potentially replace Auctioneer in in Jade Druid. I'm not sure if it actually will, uh, but I'd I'd love it if yeah. I if it wow. did. The one problem I have with this card is that <clears throat> it is ten mana, and so it, I feel like even though it's so powerful, even if you're playing this in a deck, I think you're probably only going to be able to play one of it just because two is 
so clunky. Like it's such a powerful card, but having two ten mana cards like this is it's too many cards. It's not going to help against aggro, that's for sure. Drawing five yeah. cards twice is a lot. I think it's too many. <laughs> that is a lot. So I will say again. I do think it's strong. I, it's in the debated section because I think it's overrated because I think it's gotten a lot of attention and everyone thinks it's great. And I do think it's very powerful. And like I said, it's like a super Kazakus potion. But I think that, you know, Kazakus is such a flexible card. So, you know, that's why it's good. But mm -hmm. um, you, Jackie, you said that it's 10 mana. And I think that's really my biggest issue with it is that it's your entire turn. So like at, at that stage in the game, if you aren't in a good position, like I don't know if this is this is enough because it's not a, it's not a board clear and and if you're playing a druid deck with auctioneer, which a lot do, um, I I don't know if it's good enough to replace auctioneer and I and I think the five cards can just be too much. Like you, you'll wind up burning or or it's so situational you'll have to wait to cast it if you don't if you really don't want to burn a card or something. Um, so I do think it's strong. It's 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 very powerful, but I just think it's a little bit overrated. And I, I'm really this is probably the card I'm most looking forward to seeing the power level of it and just see like what happens because there's just been so much talk about it. So um, I think it draws you too many cards, and it's just it's so expensive for that point in the game. It, so. it definitely has elements that you know, in the past where these cards are just like crazy good and they're talked about and then they don't quite have, you know, that, that same type of mm -hmm. effect. Um, but this is one of the cards I put as my favorite cards. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah I mean, I, I like this card a lot just because, I'm, you know, I'm kind of right there with you though, Allie. I'm not sure what it's going to be best in, but mm -hmm. I like the prospects of being able to play Medivh now in Druid. Because before yeah, Medivh, true. there was never yeah. a high-costing spell that was actually worth playing. You know that that was above yeah. five, so or even yeah. six, right? So th this I think um, opens it up to that. This also, I mean, you're right that it doesn't clear the board, but you ac you actually do make a tempo play with a five-five goal, and you're removing mm -hmm. something too. So it's it's not completely just like draw five cards. It's actually true, quite true. a bit yeah. too on top of that. But I th I think that it sets you up for whatever the next turn, the next big turn is. Yeah. But it does a I great mean, job of doing that. It gives you health and it removes stuff. So it's yeah. There's, there's quite a lot of things you can compare it to. So like the old ancient of law, which was really good. So it's seven mm -hmm. mana, five-five, draw two cards. So this is the same as that, but you're also getting five armor and doing five damage and drawing three extra cards, all for three mana. You can also compare That's it to, true. say, Firelands Portal, which is on average probably like deal five damage, summon a five-five. For an extra three at three mana, you're getting gain five armor and draw five cards, which is yeah. insane. So like what you're getting is just kind of ridiculous. But I do know what you mean, Ali. It is I mean, just playing good. like Devil's Advocate, just kind of like on, on Ali's side too, is that there's there's one thing to be said about just pure value. There's one thing to say about pure value, but there's another thing, you know, it's like who cares about five armor against certain matchups, right? Like that that doesn't really matter, yeah. right? So um I mean the yeah. things that probably always matter will be the minion and you know, like the other three things. I think the other three things are are, are probably the most relevant. And because I'm not getting I'm not running ultimate infestation for health. <laughs> That's for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. um if you look at the other three, is it worth ten mana? Yeah, I still think it's worth 10 mana, so it's, mm -hmm. it's still, yeah, pretty good. And it would be funny if people run two of these things. 
Yeah. <laughs> insane. I, huge druid. <laughs> oh my god. Super huge druid. Huh. I could I could see it in Big Druid for sure. With Medivh, it's it's interesting, but like with Moonglade Portal, that would combo with Medivh well. But I think the issue if you were making a, a Druid Medivh deck with this is that um, Druid has kind of crappy board clears right now. And you know, you typically like if you're playing a Medivh deck, you're playing a control deck. And so mm-hmm. if you know you, there's no mulch and you know big board clears, it it, it might be an issue. But I still think yeah. it's very strong. So I'm I'm just yeah. really really hyped to see how this one works out. Yeah, it's in the same defile bucket. <laughs> I've got another one that's yeah. in that same bucket. So I I totally yeah. understand where you're coming from with that. All right, um, cool. Okay, so the next uh, list we're doing is the yeah. totally understand where you're coming from with that. All right, um, cool. Okay, so the next uh, list we're doing is the it's good, but I don't want to be on Reddit list, which is. Uh, <laughs> what we can call like potential, potentially good. Potential, yeah, okay, potentially okay. I pull these guys yeah, up. I here. think I actually have I have an infest. You know, I I think I have ultimate infestation on this one too. So <laughs> yeah, I put Saronite chain gang in here as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so Ali, you, you want to start off again? Like, I think you've got yeah, sure. all unique ones actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the first one is Voodoo Hexer. It is a five mana two seven taunt. Freeze any character damaged by this minion. Mm, it's a yeah. shaman card. Uh. I I just really like this card. I, I've always enjoyed kind of control uh, shaman, whether it be like an exhaust shaman. Oh, yeah. Did I cut out there? No, you're or? there. No, you're fine. Oh, okay. No. Sorry, yeah, the computer did something yeah. weird. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, uh, exhaust shaman or some, something along those con- control lines. And mm-hmm, I think right. that uh, a two seven taunt, you know, has like Ali Armorsmith has been very powerful in the past. And I think freeze is such a powerful mechanic that if you wanted to play some kind of a control shaman, I, I think it's a, a really good card that has a lot of potential. Um, if you were going like the evolve route and not the token evolve route, like a little bit more of a mid rangey, like with the master of evolution four or five, and you wanted like def- a defensive tool, I think it would be good. And it's also a five drop, so it would evolve into a six drop. So mm-hmm. um, that's like a just a one off case. But if you wanted to go that more mid range out route, I think it would be a good defensive card. So yeah, I I, I really like him a lot. So or her, I think it's girl. The Death Knight is like an evolve too. The Death Knight uh, hero power is an evolve too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you're playing a control Death Knight, uh, even though it's only five mana. Uh, I think this card definitely could have a s- slot in Shaman decks for sure. So, um, yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. It seems just solid. <laughs> yeah. Solid, I, yeah. I'm interested to see... Like, I, I think it's solid, too. I, I, I'm really curious to see how if the freeze um, mechanic in Shaman is actually going to be strong or not. Because I... I... My my gut feeling is that it's not going to be strong mm-hmm. because like if you do go the freeze route, you're giving up. The, I feel like some of the biggest strengths of the shaman classes, a class which is the explosiveness. You kind of have this like value mixed with explosive combination that that's made the um, you know just what made the, sh- the shaman good in the current meta. And I think if you go this route, it's it's something a little bit more along the lines of value and maybe, you know, a, a slower type of game. And I don't know if, you know, Shaman has that capability of doing it right now. So uh, it really depends on like, like if maybe freeze with uh, the weapon that kills stuff too, you know, so if you can combine, mm-hmm. you know, combine like that with that, with uh, that weapon too, this could be super good. 
But um, but overall, yeah, like you said before, the taunts I think mid game for for shaman have yeah. always been great. You know, whether it's things from below or or something bigger, right. it's been good. So cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the uh, the payoff of a whole kind of free shaman archetype is kind of good enough. Like the, yeah. the three mana weapon is the, the three mana weapon is very good, but other than that, all you have is kind of the legendary, which is pretty yeah. slow. Yeah, it's like so. I can't. Win, you know, it's like I, yeah, I, I can't really right. see it freeze shaman being a thing but this card is so good that you it doesn't probably, have to be you can exist outside of it yeah exactly that's why i like it um all right should i move on to the next yeah. one speaking of freeze all right so <laughs> uh, priest freeze no cold wraith yeah cold wraith is a ma mage card right yep so, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you said, <laughs> <laughs> you said speaking of freeze, and I was like, uh... No, I said, so like, speaking of freeze, speaking of freeze. <laughs> oh, speaking of freeze, I'm yeah. sorry, they said priest, and I'm like, uh... Did I get <laughs> speaking wrong? of priest, anyway, you know, we so, were talking about Shaman. And <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> that's why I was very confused. So, uh, Cold Wraith is a three-mana, three-four mage card. Battle Cry, if an enemy is frozen, draw a card. Yeah. I don't know why I love this card so much. I just really do. I think, um... Three mana, three fours have always been uh, strong. Like, I think people used to just play Spider Tank, like, back in the day, just for the sake of it being a three four. Mm -hmm. Spell Slinger was played um, quite a bit. So, I think, you know, just having, or what's that card in Mage that recycles back? Um, mana like, when you're playing Kazakus Mage. Soulcaster? Yeah. yeah. Soulcaster. And so, like, sometimes when you're running a Kazakus Mage deck, you just drop Soulcaster because sometimes it's just really solid to drop a 3-mana three 3-4. Three, mm -hmm. So yeah. if you are playing um, the Death Knight or Frost Knight, Frost Lich Jaina um, hero, and, you know, obviously Mage has a lot of freeze mechanics like Frostbolt and Blizzard and all that stuff. I think the potential to draw an extra card, like obviously card draw is always strong, um, and just having a minion to kind of help combat against aggro in the early game as an option is sweet too. So I, I really love this card a lot. Goes well with like Nova and stuff like that too. Yeah, you know? Nova, so, like mm -hmm. there's there's a lot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like is it is it better in type of tempo mage type things with like frost bolts yeah, and maybe water rally and breath of Sinjagosa or more freeze mm -hmm. mage type things where you've got like Nova and Blizzard and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. There's a there are a lot good. of spells and minions that freeze one enemy so mm -hmm. if you can get like a two drop or even just a one drop that that can accomplish that then this card is guaranteed you know it's going to be drawing a card more than 50 percent of the time which would be huge i mean like that makes yeah. it right. like all of a sudden super exactly. good yeah exactly so i think it's i think it's gonna be good yeah i think it's solid um, for sure. all right <clears throat> moving on to court oh, oh sorry just kidding We're going go across, yeah okay. we'll go across yeah sure Okay, we're oh, going yes. Across. We got to talk about penguins here. This is Snow awesome. the penguin. This Zero mana, one, one beast. <laughs> <laughs> I love this card. Um, yes, he, he did I say zero is... mana, one, one, guys. He actually did say that. So. It's um, it's the best zero mana minion we've we've had in the game so far. And when I the reason I put it in this section is because I'm considering it as a, uh, as a hunter card here. And um, one of the problems with Hunter is that Hunter's early game is inferior to a lot of other aggro decks. And so it's pretty hard to actually get beasts to stick to the board a lot of the time. Um, so what Snowpick, Snow Flipper Penguin is <laughs> allowing you to do is kind of use your really powerful beast synergy cards, 
but not actually having to have something on the board. So like Crackling Razor more, Houndmaster, you don't have to have anything on the board and you can still have a really strong tempo play with the with the Penguin. Um, yeah. It's also synergizes really well with a card that doesn't see play at the moment, but I know we've talked about on this show a fair bit, Stampede. Yes. Uh, yes. Stampede oh, yeah. and then like double Penguin and you, you've only played one mana <laughs> and you've already got two more beasts in your hand. And So uh, yeah, I'm really excited to try this out in Hunter. That's cool, man. I, I didn't even think about it. When I was first looking at Penguin, I was thinking about it. Hmm, how can I like do a combo priest with basically a zero, right? Uh, a zero card type of thing. And then I think we saw some Reddit posts even today talking about some OTK priests. But yeah, Hunter, that's that's really cool. Yeah. He's very cute. <laughs> he's very cute. He's, he's rivaling. He's gonna be rivaling the um, what am I call it? The cat. The. Ali cat, tabby cat? cat? Is it a tabby Ali cat? Tabby. Well, tabby cat's oh, the yeah. cuter one. Right? I think the snow flipper penguin looks kind of evil. I think it looks kind of creepy. It's what? like creepy cute. <laughs> creepy cute. Yeah, like yeah creepy cute. Oh, yeah. It did. I feel like it gave uh, devolve a because like now you can, now you can get this instead of wisps, and I'd much rather have a beast. You oh, know, if I sure. had you know yeah. some yeah. kind of if I was playing a deck that capitalized on beast synergy that made devolve a little bit worse maybe so mm -hmm. um but anyway yeah I like cool yeah yeah okay um next card um five mana druid spell spreading plague summon a one five scarab with taunt if your opponent has i read it has more minions cast this again so it's if your opponent has five minions on the board and you have nothing, it's, you play this and you get five one five taunts, which is yeah, it's ridiculous. like protect the kings, but like much better, yeah. <laughs> like much yeah. better, yeah. Much better. So this card is very kind of situational. If you're ahead on the board, it's useless. If your opponent has nothing on the board, it's useless. Mm -hmm. um, but one of druid's weaknesses or kind of mid rangey druid decks is that. They don't have very good board clears. Like we've often discussed how swipe just isn't that good in, in the current meta. Mm -hmm. um, and something like Primordial Drake is, is a lot better. Um, but I'm really hoping that this card could maybe make some kind of mid-range token druid um, good. So it's okay. obviously it's very good against decks that J Druid generally isn't very good against. So like Token Shaman, uh, Hunter, uh, Token Druid, that type of thing. This card is amazing against. And it's even better if you're combining it with with buffs like Mark of the Lotus mm -hmm. and with Pile of Power of the Wild. So instead of having one five taunts, you're getting two six or three seven uh, taunts. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it it's one of those cards where it really depends on the meta. If no one's playing decks that flood the board, this is going to be useless. But if decks that flood the board are common, I think this could be pretty interesting. So do you think this could be a a card that people tech into? Um, a counter deck in events if they know they're playing against i don't know let's just say it's a shaman that, that's typically going to play a bunch of of minions and you know you're just specifically trying to counter that with you know this card and then maybe you know just still having a a savage roar in it or you know they have that one spell like that, that buffs i think even taunted minions right so um can you see that can you see it being more specifically as a counter play more so than just general ladder yeah I think potentially, definitely, because um, it is it is that insane against token decks that mm. it, it really could be. Another another good thing about it is that it can help set up swipe, so you can if they have a load of two mm. health minions, you can use these to do one damage to them all, and then you swipe the next oh. turn to finish them off or That's something true. like that. Yeah. So 
But yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying because it is very, it is one of those cards that's super swingy. It's great against some things and terrible against others. So yeah, yeah it's, it's actually super good against Shaman because <laughs> Shaman yeah. have yeah. a bunch of benign yeah. totems like, on the board that, yeah, I get a 1 5, you get a 0 3. Like, <laughs> this is Wait, so if they, if they devolved all those 1 5s. Yeah, what are they? That's a what, good question. what are they? Oh, do we know how much mana they are? I mean, oh, I actually I would assume they're two mana because there's a two mana one five taunt minion. Okay. I would guess they're two mana. Two mana okay. one five taunt. That's really great for a two mana. Holy yeah. smokes! Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I actually have that in, in debated <laughs> section just just no. because I was a little bit debated by it originally. <laughs> no, I thought I think it could be a little bit debated too. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm there. I can see the potential, but I can also mm. see it being useless like a lot of the time yeah. kind of the more yeah. we're talking about it's it the more i'm kind of regretting putting yeah. it in this section <laughs> <laughs> situation no, that, no, that's no. exactly the cycle that i went through it's like this is great and then like the more and more i keep thinking about it, i'm like this is not as good as i thought it was <laughs> yeah. yeah it has potential that's why it's in this section yeah Maybe. yeah we'll see yeah um okay so we talked about that one already so the next one i have is professor Putricide. <laughs> I love the name and the, the artwork too, <laughs> given that he's drinking some green liquid and probably going to be puking it out. Uh, it's a four mana, five four hunter card, legendary. After you play a secret, put a random hunter secret into the battlefield. So um, I put this card here just because I, I, I mean, there's like one new hunter secret, which is okay, you know, which is pretty decent, you know, with a cobra. Like basically, like if, if somebody attacks your minion, you get a cobra. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, summoned, uh, but I feel like this card, if there were ever any kind of secrets that gave you value, like card value, kind of like the mage one, like mm -hmm. that new mage one gives you like two cards right in your hand. If they ever made a hunter card like that, I feel like this, this card could be really good with Huntress. You know, if you actually made a secret hunter, um, that could have enough legs to finish, you know, your opponent because right now you don't because there's just like you it's a weak early game and then there's just like this disjunct aspect of it in the mid game um this card would be sensational you know like you're basically getting a free card out of this like with a secret right yeah and yeah. um you can't you know if you have hunters obviously on the board then you get kind of get this like super um super snowballing turn on for, mm -hmm. turn four uh, and right now when we play Huntress or at least in the past when we played Huntress yeah you get this one turn where you get to play like a couple of secrets but it's not game changing right it's just kind of like oh yeah I stalled out for a little bit maybe it buys me a turn to maybe get to a card that I haven't drawn yet or maybe to turn 5 or 6 or whatever but I think with this I mean this just parlays it into another turn and it gives you even more value so if the goal yeah. is to get to Savannah High Main in those type of turns then this card helps you do that for sure, you know, especially if you get like freeze, you know, a freezing trap or anything like yeah. that. I think I like the card simply just for its stats. Like yeah, I think a, stats, a mana yeah. five four is pretty solid, and if it's you know can generate just one extra card for you, like I, I think it's pretty solid. So yeah, Unless I think it was a beast. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, if it was, yeah, it would be insane if it was a beast. But, yeah. I think one of the one of the coolest things about it is that if you have, say, this, if, if you have this and Cloak Tontress in your hand and, say, a couple of secrets, it can make you think about, like, okay, I'm playing my Cloak Tontress on turn three, but 
maybe I want to hold a secret back for if Huntress survives yeah. and then I can use it with right. Puget Side mm-hmm. on turn four. That's I, that's my favorite thing about it, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can, I mean, you, you can save like a couple secrets, right? I mean, you yeah, could yeah. literally be a secret hunter just with the, the Christmas tree with this thing. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> just like Huntress on three. Oh, I don't have any secrets. Yeah, I, Bam, I Puget Side, four damn, secrets. Damn, I don't have any secrets on turn three. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you play like three of them on turn four. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I, I thought that was cool. There, there's actually a couple, you know, I think, Ali, you're about to talk talk about it. I think there's like two or three Hunter cards that are pretty interesting. Yet our, our class rankings you'll see in a second. <laughs> yeah, segue. Yeah. <laughs> um, to, yeah, so Corpse Widow is a yeah. five mana, four, six beast uh, hunter card. Your death rattle cards cost two less. Um, I think this card has potential. I, I, I really don't know if death, like a death rattle hunter could be good. Maybe. I, it's more that I just think if it eventually gets enough tools, I think that Five mana, four, six beasts is pretty good. It, like, the the reduction on the death rattle is pretty solid. Um, so I don't really have too much to say about it. I just think uh, if a death rattle hunter exists someday, um, you'd definitely put this in there. So I, I like the card. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think a death rattle hunter has been close to well, being some... I like. I mean, it's been close to being... Close. You know, somewhat viable, not like super strong, but like at least viable, right? It's been mm-hmm. close for many errors. <laughs> I mean, errors, yeah. you know, errors. Like, not errors, but errors, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and, uh, you know, like I think again, like, like you said, a card like this does help. I just think there isn't a broken death rattle card outside of Savannah High Main. You know, like they started with a broken mm-hmm. death rattle card, and ever since then, I feel like the, um, the Hunter classes paid for that because. The only right. death rattle cards I feel like they've made, and not counting that Confessed Wolf, they're all like one drops, you know, and yeah, two drops, true. and they, they do damage, like <laughs> AOE damage and stuff like and that. They're not powerful enough. Yeah, That's they're just not yeah. not that interesting. So, um, with, with like Princess Hu Huron, mm-hmm, right. and you know, like, so I'm just saying, slowly I feel like it's gathering more tools to like potentially be viable. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, they even had the one drop right. that's like Fain Death, you know, like it's the old Fain Death, but it's like one mm-hmm. one mana. Yeah, death. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's the same the same thing as the same thing as usual for Hunter almost. Like this card is very good in terms of what you're getting for the, the mana cost, etc. But it's still just like the early game; you're not able to get in a good position to use it yeah. enough. I feel. Yeah. 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 And they don't have board wipes like to get to this point. So it's the classic yeah. situation. A, bit, a little bit off. Go ahead. A little bit off topic, but uh, what, what do you two think of the, the four mana 2-1 uh, Hunter card that Death Rattle deal two damage to all enemy minions? What do you guys think uh, of that? I don't like it. I don't, like it. <laughs> I don't think it's very good. Yeah. I'd love to yeah. be proven otherwise, though, but I just think... Mm, yeah, I, I think it's clunky, you know, because it, it yeah. is Death four Rattle. Mana. So, I mean, you your, your uh, opponent, I feel like, will have time to figure out a very inefficient way for you to do that. You know, exactly. versus you, you know, you playing potion or something from your hand and doing it. You know, like yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's just a little bit clunky that way. And that's what I mean. Like all these death rattle cards are just a little bit clunky. Like they don't really match what the hunter does. You know, or or what the hunter is good at. And that that's been the biggest issue. You know, with 
with having these cards. Like Fane was, Fane was, I was dying to play Fane Death back in the day. You know, it's like I yeah. wanted to play. I wanted to not Fane Death. I wanted to actually you know, kill stuff because uh. you know it would have been great. But it was just like it was. They were either at the wrong mana costs. You know, like it was out of order. Like all my death rattle will be later, and Fane Death's like three. You know, now we actually finally have a cheap one, and then you know it, it's just not strong enough now. So it, it's it's kind of weird. You know, because we have like grandmother that's pretty benign outside of her you know like it's a, like a value death rattle it's not a you know it's not like yeah. a body that actually threatens immediately and so we, we have these these t- and, and we have another death rattle that you know does damage across the board so it just doesn't you know work with hunter that's the problem and even if there was a control hunter i don't even know if that would be good for a control hunter you know so just mm-hmm. tiny tiny bit weak just the way the design yeah it feels like hunter's more in kind of a slot of not getting ahead early but kind of Maybe playing a couple of death rolls yeah. than having kind of tempo swings in the mid game. Yeah, but um, you know, to your point, Jackie, yeah. with Stampede earlier, maybe this is great with Stampede. You know, like grandmother would be free, right? And you, yeah. you could get, so, you could get a lot yeah. of zero mana cards, right? And maybe yeah, yeah, yeah maybe that's sure. the key. You know, like Stampede's two, and then you you get a bunch of zero, you get a, some of those penguins, and you get some two manas that are free too. So that could yeah. be, that could be what they're going for. Just a, uh, a side note, you can actually um, essentially play Wisps of the Old Gods on uh, turn one. If you do turn one, Stampede, Snowflipper Penguin, and then proceed to get six more Penguins off of the Stampede, <laughs> you can fill your board with one ones on turn one. That's true. <laughs> the yeah, possibilities that's, are endless. That's true. I know, is this something with Quest Hunter that we're missing, maybe? You, know, um, you can play all of those ones, right? If you have them, I don't... Yeah, I think Quest Hunter has uh, a little... Well, I think it has more potential than it did in the last expansion, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Okay, well, anyways, moving on, let's talk uh, Eternal Servitude? Yes, Eternal Servitude. It's a four-mana priest spell. Discover a friendly minion that died this game and then summon it. Um, I think Resurrect Priest had a little bit of its time to shine at, at one point, and I feel like this card could potentially uh, help it help it out. And I, I also just think it's a cool, it's powerful effect in itself. Like if you're playing Resurrect Priest, um, what's that four seven called? Four seven. Um, oh, injured blade, master. injured blade master. Injured blade master. Yeah. So you could be, you know, you could do the whole classic Resurrect Priest. Um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's got potential. Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, it, it definitely allows you to navigate the doomsayers, you know, whenever you play them early you know, in, in that type yeah. of yeah. yeah. So that's definitely really nice with the discover. I wish there was like a buy. I wish it was just like a better Onyx Bishop, where I think right now yeah. it's equal to Onyx Bishop. You know, just yeah, terms, I would agree with that. I think you know, like there's yeah. there's pros and cons of both, and um, so the discover yeah. is a little bit more powerful though right yeah if you can if you play late game i mean like if we can get like another lyra if we can i'm trying to think of in the injured blade match like you said like kind of early yeah i mean i think but one of the things about this card is that it's kind of like onyx bishop you're very happy to play on turn five because it's a great tempo play whereas this is a four drop that you're probably more likely to want to play later in the game rather than Mm -hmm. on turn four because you're not going to have had that many strong things die yet other than that's true blade master yeah that's uh, that's a good point so then, maybe it's not good enough for for resurrect priest. Well, well the discover's huge. I mean, the discover card. is yeah, great. the discover's I mean, fantastic. Yeah. So maybe uh, it's just a good control card potentially. 
Could be. Hmm. Or for death rattles, or I don't know. If you have a death rattle piece, maybe you want to pick certain death rattles, you know, that, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, let's uh, see. What's the next one? I think Jackie? Uh, yeah, Lillian Voss, 4145 Rogue Legendary. Replace spells in your hand with random <laughs> spells yes. from your opponent's class. Uh, so this is fantastic for a Burgle Rogue type deck. And this is the perfect card. Oh, like Ethereal Peddler. Oh Ethereal God, Peddler yeah. has been a card that has been. It's always been a good card, but mm-hmm. that Burgle Rogue hasn't quite been good enough for it to be worth playing. This card is absolutely bonkers with oh, Ethereal wow. Peddler. Yeah, that's true. So, mm-hmm. um, that's so I feel true, like actually. I didn't think kind of, that. Like, if a Peddler Rogue was going to be viable, this could maybe be the card to help, help uh, push it. Uh, another way you can use this is with uh, if you have a lot of coins or razor petals, if you're playing that type of rogue, then this can be really good at changing this, them into much more higher value spells to help you uh, kind of win control matchups. Uh, so yeah, I love this card. Yeah, it's a lot of fun too. <laughs> These are the type of cards yeah, I love to play just to see what happens you know, whenever yeah. I replace them all. But the ethereal petals, that's a great point because um, most of the time with ethereal peddler, I felt like you were just getting one card discounted you know so it was just you know it's still good value i mean it's a five six body which is already good for five drop and then you just get that extra discount every once even half the time it's great but this you could get two you know you i I think you would get one on average one plus on average and maybe even close to two if you're just you know super adept at playing a deck like this yeah it's a yeti yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeti's the standard still. Yeti's the standard. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree though. It's definitely a yeah. fun card. Um, I don't know how strong it is, but it, I'm excited to try it out at least. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. The next thing. Oh, I have something here. Given that Jackie had the Sarnite. Uh, so Corpse Taker. Yeah. So this is wow. Yeah. So Corpse Taker. This is a four mana. You know, one another thing I want. I have to say too, just about this set. I feel like the neutral cards are really good. I mean, I feel like the neutral mm-hmm. cards are actually better than the class cards. I agree. I, I agree with you. I yeah, totally it, agree. 100%. Yeah, I, I've never felt that way. But this in this particular yeah. set, it's been that way. And the Corpse Taker, yeah. it's a four mana, epic card, 3-3. Three, three. Uh, and this is one of those, like, smorgasbord of different things you can maybe get. Uh, Battlecry, gain taunt if your deck has a taunt minion. And then repeat the same thing if it has Divine Shield, Lifesteal, or Wind Fury. So this card... Is, is more of like a deck building type of card and uh, mm-hmm. you know the fact that you can run two of them i think is even better mm-hmm. in terms of like committing a full deck towards it um is it powerful enough to actually be like a, a game winning type of card no but it's a it's a type of deck that you could easily fill these requirements and get all of those things um for instance you just yeah. play alakir and you've got three of those things <laughs> you know what i mean like easy yeah you have it easy right so, um, you know, lifesteal is just one extra thing. So, um, anyways, imp- I just think generally this thing will have uh, Divine Shield and Haunt and Wind Fury on it. So, I guess, how do, how do you judge uh, a card that has that, you know, for four mana? You know, for me, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> like, I think I've, yeah. I've always thought that this card was, was strong. I... Um... I think it'd be stronger if it also got charge. I'm so greedy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I think you know if you're running a you know a shaman deck with Alakir or yeah, um, you know a paladin deck with burn bristle and Tyrion mm-hmm. yep. and all that good stuff. I just think you know it. And you're right. You can run two of them. 
I don't know. Like it, it depends what other slot it'd be taking up in those decks. But I think that I think that it's good enough to put in them. If the yeah, I'm gonna be is, you know, I'm gonna be throwing this straight in my hand buff paladin, and I'm <laughs> even gonna I'm really even gonna put young dragon hawk in my hand buff paladin like, just so I get the wind serious? fury. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, wacky jacky. No. Yeah, wacky jacky. Exactly. <laughs> Um, no, but, but yeah, yeah, overall, I think it's good. Yeah, it's great value. It's just, it, it might not be, like, specifically situated good. for, like, you know, certain decks. But uh, the right. next thing yeah. I have is a Priest card. Yay! Um, so this Yay. is one of those cards that uh, I was talking about earlier that have um, infinite potential value. You know, like, the, the text on it is potentially infinite. And Shadow Ascendant's one of those. And right off the bat, you look at it, and actually, it, it took me a second pass of the cards to actually see this card. And so it's a two-mana common card, 2-2. Two, two. At the end of your turn, give another random friendly minion 1-1. One, one. And so I was like, ah, oh, it's so situational, whatever, right? But then I started thinking about just my typical turn ones and turn twos, and just like my first two turns as priests. And, you know, they're clerics, and there are, mm -hmm. you know, elementals, and, and if either of those type of cards had a one like got buffed one one that'd be crazy good like it you know like mm -hmm. when my clerics actually do get buffed one one it's super yeah, good it's especially insane. yeah especially if you get it on turn two mm -hmm. like it's buffed to two four that two four is sticking around forever right like for a good two turns or something like that so i i think that the shadow ascendant is just really great for setting up you know just a talon priest great turn or just those turns threes and fours where you know, priests struggled a little bit in there. You know, they'd have to play Powered Shield. You know, they you'd have to like play make these certain plays or have have to have these certain cards in your hand to begin with. I think Shadow Ascendant just helps with that situation, and they have to kill that. They have to kill a like a Shadow yeah. Ascendant. So, um, you know, to have to sacrifice a two two and getting um, and, and most likely buffing a card that has a lot of value to to parlay off of with future turns, I think is really good card. Could we almost see, like, I don't know, it sort of feels like a, a minion-centric priest is almost viable, mm -hmm. like with Happy Ghoul and, yeah. I mean, you Cabal, yeah. Cabal Talon Priest, like, it just is a buff card. Like, it sort of <clears throat> feels like you can make, like, a, a minion priest deck, you know, like maybe a mid-rangey sort of... Um, fast tempo getting minions on the board uh type of deck i, I think yeah. it's interesting i and i you'd 100 put if you're going that route put this card in like i do think this card's actually really strong um yeah i mean so, I, yeah. I think i think you have you, you're you're onto something there and and it, mm -hmm. as long as i think it still requires like a divine shield inner fire finish you know you still have to have some kind right. of burst yeah, finish yeah, but agree. you know like if a priest can just keep a minion on the board I mean, that's mm -hmm. great. You know, we've all played Priest at the time. Value. Yeah, I mean, so if those two cards you mentioned help with that, then, yeah, I mean, it, you could be talking about more of a, um, you know, mid-range, I, I don't know if it's tempo Priest, but yeah, maybe a more, more tempo-ish. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't know, maybe, Jackie, you're tempo Priest. Like, what if you were bu had some buffs? Yeah, I think, I think I'd yeah. definitely put this in. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, it'd be totally cool. Okay, uh, what we got next? Another priest card. Yes. I'm real okay, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious <laughs> to see if you guys think this one is good. Uh, it's a nine mana obsidian statue, a priest card, taunt, lifesteal, and death rattle, destroy yeah. a random enemy minion, and it's a 4-8. So I know it's kind of clunky and expensive, but 
if you're playing an Azoth Priest deck, I think that taunts that have Death Rattle are always super important um, when you're because oftentimes when you go to drop your Nazoth on turn 10, you could potentially be in a compromised position because it's late in the game. So anytime, like that's why people were running the 2-3, what's that thing called? The Infested Torrent? Like I think that card's terrible. But, you know, people still run it just to have like a taunt death rattle in an Azoth yeah. deck. So mm-hmm. um, I do think that, you know, this, I mean, obviously Primordial Drake is cheaper and it has the same stats, but I think the fact that it has taunt and lifesteal and will go in an Azoth deck, I actually, I think, I, I, it was one of the cards I'm most excited for, and I, I like it a, a lot, honestly. So I'm curious what you guys have to say. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I think it's very, very powerful. And the combination of taunt and lifesteal is mm-hmm. I think it's pretty easy to underestimate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's very strong. I don't think the destroying a random enemy minion is kind of the important yeah. part. God. It's average. Even though it could, it could sometimes do some great. Yeah, you sweet I sometimes. But... I actually think it's relevant against control decks, like the destroy random yeah. enemy minions. So because yeah, when you're comparing it to the Drake, that's what you're talking about. I think you're you're talking about one card that's really good against aggro and, and more of a you know like a, a wide type of deck you know from your opponent, and then this card has a little bit of, of uh, per, you know, precautions like Taunt to deal with that in Lifesteal too, but the, the Destroy Random Minion is more so for decks that only have like one or two minions on the board, like a control deck, right? So like if you're playing a Quest Warrior or something like that, this would be great, you know, for that. More so than a Drake, so yeah, I think yeah. I think this card's quite good too. It, it almost made my list, actually. I, I, I dropped it just because you put it on there. <laughs> cool. Alright. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you guys sort of agree with me. Yeah, I overlooked this one too. Like it took me it took me a second pass to actually really think about this this card. It's still expensive at 9, but Yeah, it's, uh, that's the that's yeah. the downfall. It's just expensive. You can't really do anything else with it because yeah. of that annoying like 9 mana slot, but You're getting 8 heal from it. That's how I think of it. It's like you, mm-hmm. nobody's going to kill it yeah. in one shot. It's a 4/8, right? So it's really yeah. really hard to kill. Unless they're fireballing it or something, but uh, yeah, at least well, they're not okay. fireballing not your face, it, at sure, least. Sure, yeah. Sure. Um, okay, next up we've got okay. Archbishop. Archbishop yes. Benedict. <laughs> Benedict. <laughs> the priest legendary. Seven mana, four, six. Battle cry, shuffle a copy of your opponent's deck into <laughs> your deck. Yeah. Mr. Steal Your Deck. Um, Mr. Steal Your Deck. This card, I think a lot of people like instantly saw this card and, and thought, uh, oh, this card's trash. This card is terrible. Uh, it's just. Um, Malkazar all over again. No. And um, I kind of thought that as well. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but the reason I put it in this section is not because I think it's going to be um, insane or anything, but because I think it allows you to build Priest in a completely different way. I think its effect is so crazy that you can potentially, in Priest, not have to put any anti-control decks in your any anti-control cards in your deck at all, and literally just have a, a, a deck that is purely focused against aggro. And then this card alone could potentially win you control decks just by like, when you control matchups just by stealing your opponent's deck. Hmm. So um, I, I think it could potentially bring out a new way of playing priest. Um, although it's not just a card, you're just gonna wouldn't wouldn't it be? Slam it every day. Um, I mean, I I I think those are cool. I mean, that's really really cool. Would it be similar to playing a? Um, God, what's the Warlock card where you totally swap classes? Um, uh, Renounced Darkness? Renounced Darkness. Is it kind of like that? Uh, um, 
Kind of, but uh, with Renown's Darkness, you're often getting a load of bad cards, whereas if you're um, stealing your opponent's deck, you're going to have all the synergies that they've got in, in their deck, yeah. and yeah. yeah, generally better cards. Yeah. You'd probably need card draw, though. That's probably something I would yeah, you'd have to heavy, heavy, card, heavy, heavy. Maybe energy. like code like Oracles or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ooh. That sounds fun, man. <laughs> that sounds fun. I think it's in my favorite. Yeah, it's one of my favorite cards, actually, because it sounds like yeah. super fun. <laughs> crazy fun. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, what do I have here for my last Crypt Lord. Crypt Lord. Oh, yeah, Crypt Lord. This is the last thing I added, like, out of last minute. Uh, so Crypt Lord, it is a three-mana druid card. It's a 1-6 common taunt after you summon a minion, gain plus one health. So I totally missed, like, I didn't look at, it took me like four times probably <laughs> before I saw this card, actually. And the reason I put it on here is just because I think that the card itself, it's pretty comparable to, like, Tar Creeper, right? Like, uh, I think you would, yeah. you would probably try to decide whether to put this card or not. And, and I'm not saying it's necessarily better than Tar Creeper either, but I think it's um, it functions similar in the fact that um, it's not that threatening on your turn, or it's not that threatening anytime, actually, just because it's not, it doesn't change to a three attack. But I think the fact that you can continue to, to increase the health, where you can't do that with, you know, it's not like a priest where you can heal it or anything. You're basically healing right. this card, like, over and over and over again, as long as it lives. And there are cards that summon multiple minions, you know, as, as a druid. So let's just say we're talking about I don't know, just like Wisps of the Old Gods or something like that, right? And, you know, you summon all these Wisps, right? And you, you're putting this giant taunt in front of all of those small things. And if you if you add one of these guys and um, instead of your Tar Creeper in, say, your, your um, you know, your Savage Roar Druid, you know, your Token Druid or whatever, then it functions a little bit different. Like, it, it actually has potential for a longer period of defending your tiny minions for you know your yeah. potential huge burst finish right so yeah anyways i thought that was an interesting element that was different <clears throat> than what's ex what exists right now i like i've been surprised at how well tar creeper has worked in aggro druid like i think it's it's so it's really good in aggro druid like you can protect your fledgling um yeah you can that. buff them up so yeah. honestly mm -hmm. like when i see this card i just think of another um another tar creeper for an aggro druid this because you're often generating so many little small minions and you can protect your fledglings and, yeah. and stuff like that i don't know if it's I don't know if it's better than tar creeper so i guess you'd probably play one or the other it's, it's one of those but, things where you have to decide do you really care if you remove those minions that crash in the tar creeper versus you just care about what right. you're defending like you just protecting these things right yeah. so yeah i mean i definitely think this could this could definitely be good in aggro druid because in like when people like innovate fledgling turn one and it's snowballs this could have an almost similar effect you innovate this turn one and That's then so every true. turn onwards you're just playing minions yeah. and so his health is just getting out yeah of, again out of it's one of these infinite things again right it's just infinite yeah. value if it just lives so keep keep buffing it up too because like obviously the one attack isn't strong but it doesn't take long you know to start buffing it up so God, it yeah no i think too. it's good you could put mark on it that'd be freaking crazy good <laughs> <It was laughs> beast, two. beast two and then yeah. like you you like warden it too holy crap thank goodness yeah <laughs> i know right that'd be insane okay uh let's see moving along we got our debated list here so i think debated has some uh, overlap so we can probably cruise to this um so we talked yeah. about that first one. Oh, you have shadow blade on here cool 
Yeah, I do have Shadowblade. So I originally thought that Shadowblade was very strong. Um, and now I'm, after doing research on the internet and hearing different people talk about it, um, I, I don't think it's as good as some people thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. I think that Deadly Poison is stronger. I think that if the effect was your hero is immune when it's equipped, actually maybe that'd just be too good. Um, it'd be better. The fact that it's just the battle cry, I think is, is what I don't like about it. Um, so yeah, I, I originally started out thinking it was going to be super strong, but now I just, I don't, I just don't think it will be. It's kind of similar to the yeah. apprentice, right? Like in, in a way, except for it's a weapon versus a body. The, mm -hmm. the sort the what wait, what's it called? It's the apprentice, right? No, it's, it's a sort of violent uh, uh, illusionist. 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 But that's in, yeah. in immune whenever like the entire turns. This is only battle cry. Just so it's all, you're only immune yeah. this this one turn. I think that's yeah. my biggest issue with it. Yeah. I think my biggest issue with it is probably because a lot of the time on and the rogue, you're just using your dagger on turn two. Mm -hmm. And right. so it doesn't really make much sense to kind of dagger and then yeah. equip this the turn after. But yeah, I see what you I see what you're saying. I feel like turn three, two, there's better things. Like if you already have your a weapon equipped from two, like you're dropping Shaku or clearing something with your SI agent. I guess I mean obviously you could clear something with this as opposed to the SI, but in general I feel like I'd rather have a three three on the board, yeah. you know. So mm -hmm. Um, yeah, the way you're describing it, it's it's just a fiery war axe where you just don't lose yeah. health. Eagle horn bow, really. <laughs> right? So yeah. it's yeah, it's like eagle horn bow, but even just like best case, right? It's a war, war axe for her two mana, but the only difference mm -hmm. is you don't lose health on the first swag, yeah. whatever you remove. So that yeah, that's definitely underwhelming. <laughs> like if you think of it yeah. like that. So I I did think it was good. Okay. But okay. I changed my mind. Cool. Uh, the next thing me and you had, Jackie, which was... Yeah, Hadronox. I mean, Hadronox. it's a 9-mana 3-7 beast, death rattle, summon all your taunt minions that died this game. My, my problem with this card is that, obviously, it's a death rattle instead of a battle cry, so you're not instantly getting the value out of it. And also, it has the fact it has 7 health makes it actually pretty damn tricky to kill off and so you're gonna be you're gonna be playing this it's so slow to play it, and then you're like <laughs> you oh, i need to kill it, it off and get the death rattle and then and then you're just gonna die i was surprised so. <laughs> it wasn't a taunt like i thought for sure i thought this was a taunt yeah, originally when i looked at it and then i looked at it again i'm like oh this is not even taunt this is crazy i mean i think, I think if it was a taunt it would like the difference it would make would be so insane. I think it would almost be too 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 strong if it was a taunt. But maybe it'd be ten mana if it was a taunt. Essentially. Right. Like, yeah. Remember when Ali, you were asking whether Black Knight would be played? Absolutely, Black Knight is going to be played. Yeah. <laughs> <this meta. laughs> I mean, I was already playing it some towards the end of this meta, so this is insane how much taunt's going to be. Yeah, around. for yeah. sure. All right. No, I'm with you guys though. Hi, underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my next card was Sindragosa, the Aww. eight mana eight eight dragon. It's <laughs> my problem with it is it's just a bunch of value. It's just like like Medivh is though. so much better it's than totally Mage right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. for the funsies, man. This this one get some yeah, random it's, legendaries. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah. I I do agree with you. Like I, <laughs> this is actually in one of my and my favorite list yeah. because I. I just think it's super fun, and I'm I'm really excited to play it with the the Jaina Death Knight. Like, you know, you get a legendary, and make a three six. Like, it's so it's it's flashy. It's a flashy card. That's what I like to, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, to yeah. call it. But in actuality, 
Um, I do think you know, the Medivh route, if you're going the whole control mage, is probably stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it definitely is. So, um, yeah, no, I agree with you. It's just I, li- I still like it. So. Okay, uh, let's see. The next two we've done from me. So, uh, Howling Commander. That's a cool artwork, yes. man. That is actually cool. He has a really cool artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's a three-mana 2-2 Paladin card. Draw a Divine Shield minion from your deck. That's its battle cry. Um, I'm not sure if other people have been thinking that this is good. I just, in general... I don't think you'd run it. Like, I, I obviously you could, you know, get your Tyrion or, or or something. I guess it depends on what kind of deck you're playing. But overall, I just don't think it's like the the a three mana two two just doesn't seem worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my opinion. So. Yeah, I agree. It's slightly underwhelming. Yeah. There's very few not- three mana two twos we play. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. we play. What courier? Just because yeah, right. Courier is probably the best you know, example. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's about the only. And courier's just better. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> so next card is a two mana warrior card. Dead man's hand. Shuffle a copy of your hand into your deck. So that's a copy, yeah. right? Like you don't actually shuffle your hand. It yeah, is. it's a copy. So yeah. you can actually do this like infinitely. Yeah. yeah. So I. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't I, really I, I understand guess... the, the why the card exists outside of just preventing fatigue. Like that's right. Yeah. I, I I just don't think it's good enough to even really make the whole fatigue deck. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I I just really it doesn't stream. Like when I first saw it, I was like, oh wow, you can go infinite and you can't fatigue and like you can battle J druids maybe, but not really. <laughs> still, um, no. still not really. Yeah. <laughs> still not. Um, no matter how many brawls you shuffle back, you know, you're still not. I mean, we well, you, you play the new card. There's a card. Gets rid of Jade Idol. Yeah, there's a card that, that will, I have yes, at the well, end that's, there. That's a different <laughs> story. That's a different story. Um, but no, overall, I just think it's. Mm, it's just, I won't, wouldn't play it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't love. Part of me likes the card. Part of me just hates the fact that, again, fatigue is just being like the, mm-hmm. the whipping board, you know, like the whipping board for. for what you just, as an archetype like they just don't want you to play fatigue and that sucks because fatigue was always something that was um already kind of hard and not i'm not talking about like your crazy control warrior that ends up just going into fatigue because of that but you mm-hmm. know just like the rogue fatigue decks and things like that that was always very original and a lot of people love to watch that on streams and i feel like just getting rid of it is is such a a drastic thing and and they've done it once already with jade idol now they're essentially doing it again with this card so it's kind of a yeah i mean i think i the one thing i do like about this card is that it enables you to play some kind of control warrior with just a ton of draw you can play control warrior with as much draw as you like you don't need to be worry about going to fatigue against other decks you can just play a bunch of removal and play maybe arcane giant or release and keep putting these arcane giants back in your deck yeah. and the rest of your deck that's is just true. Okay. Oh, yeah removal. that was like one of the first things i was gonna do with this deck. yeah i mean i think that's like the yeah. if if this card is gonna work i think that'd be yeah. the way to make it work but yeah, yeah. so um right. yeah anyways uh next thing is our first death knight card yeah Valera the Hollow. Yeah. It's in this the card is, section. 
Yeah, so you get stealth for one turn, which is obviously insane in Rogue. Like, for, for, to be able to have, have stealth in Rogue, it's, like, pretty insane. The, the problem I have with this card is that the turn after you play this, you've got to be doing some pretty big stuff for it to be worth playing. Your opponent is going to, you know, you've, you're giving your opponent a turn to do what they like. They're almost definitely going to be flooding the board and trying to apply a lot of pressure. And you're going to have to deal with that. So I feel like unless you've, you're playing Vanish and you can actually remove everything your opponent just played, which you're going to be under so much pressure. Um, yeah, there's basically two turns of doing nothing. Yeah, I, I know what you yeah. mean. That's, that's yeah. rough. And the hero power isn't like something that you know, gives you insane value right away either. You know, it's, it's more of a card value type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like it's insane with like Arcane Giant. Um, yeah. But with most other things, it's just kind of, it's just okay and gets better the more turns you survive for. Um, I mean, maybe you could even play like Quest Rogue, and this might be the best way of playing that because that naturally plays Vanish in. And I almost like I almost feel like wow. for this to be good, you you, you know, have to that's play Vanish. That's, that's how I feel. Uh, Holy smokes! I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think the hero power. Well, we're gonna talk about hero power, so I won't harbor on it. But I do think that the hero power is strong. I guess it's just with being nine mana. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't know. Actually, it's... you've changed my opinion a little bit. I thought it. I it's the it worst death knight. Than... I think it's the worst death knight. You think? I would really? agree. I think or it's the one warlock, of the, the warlock's pretty. The, the warlock's pretty bad too. But this one, I feel like the warlock's great. Wait, which death? Well, we'll talk about yeah. Maybe maybe I'm confusing the warlock death knight with something else. But that's the discard one, right? No. Oh, no. Okay, I'm thinking of something else then. Never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I okay, see, yeah. see what you guys, the, just the follow-up after becoming Valera the Hollow, it's yeah. just, I don't know if it's good enough. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Oh, the, yeah. I, actually, I remember the world. <laughs> now, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that one's not bad at all. Um, okay, Arfis, the, uh, the cute dog. The cute ghost dog. <laughs> Yeah, so, it, like, at first I was comparing this to Kazakus, like, oh, it's a four-mana pre-understated minion, and the turn after you do something really good. But um, it's... The problem is the inconsistency of the, the Death Knight cards. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like the Lich King, where it has Taunt, and it's it's a solid body that's also pretty defensive. Yeah, It's just a 2-2, two -two, and if you get a, a Death Knight card that doesn't fit your situation, then you're going to lose a lot of tempo and could be in a, in a pretty tricky spot. So yeah. I think this is going to be good in in a control, like Nazoth decks. Like you probably can play yeah. some Quest Priest, Nazoth Pal, and that type of thing. I think you'll play this. But it's it's not good enough to kind of see play all over the place, um, which kind of, I think when people first saw it, they were like, oh, Office is great. And I love it. I love the picture and the animation <laughs> and everything. But I think it's just slightly underwhelming to to play in a variety of stuff. I think it'll be only in very specific decks. Okay. Uh, next thing I have is Icebreaker. It's a three mana, one three shaman weapon rare. I think I mentioned it before, but destroy uh, and a frozen enemy when, oh, let me see. Gosh, I have to bring it up again. It's uh, destroy a any frozen minion damaged by this. Okay. So, um, you basically swing into anything frozen and then it'll destroy it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, yeah, so for me, it's like, it, it sounds awesome, right? To be able to remove as Shaman. Uh, but the thing is, is like, right now, Shaman has the capability of healing a bunch, but I feel like you don't want to have to spend or, or slots to do that. Uh, or at least you want to spend as few as slots to do that as a Shaman. So with Icebreaker, I mean, if you are getting the value from Icebreaker, you're taking a lot of damage. 
like to your face. Oh yeah, sure. And yeah. you know, shaman generally gets worn down. You know, like like the the way you beat shaman is to put it in range of, of finishing. You know, before the shaman can, um, you know, just burst you with with uh, uh, bloodlust and and just filling the board. So I feel like a card like this just puts you in that kind of position even sooner. And then if you have to add heals, and all of a sudden you're going down that control shaman route, and then it's that same conversation we had before, which is like, how do you win? You know, like how do you win as a shaman yeah. at that point? So um, I think yeah, my issue with it is just this whole shaman freeze in general. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. a three mana one three is bad, and if I just don't think the shaman or free shaman archetype is strong enough. So I just I agree. Yeah. Debated. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, move on. Yeah. Uh, the next one we got is uh, spectral, spectral Pillager. Oh, spectral sorry. Pillager. Oh, no, sorry. Spectral Pillager. You're right. Yeah. Um, so Spectral Pillager is a six mana five five rogue card combo deal damage equal to the number of other cards you've played this turn. Um, I just think it's too expensive. I I, I think that yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want it to be good because I, I think it's cool. You get a body and, you, you know, it's like body and damage kind of like a Firelands or something. But uh, I just I just think it's too expensive. You won't get enough damage out of it as much as you need. And yeah, I want it yeah, to be good. Even, even if you play three cards and then play this, it's still not it's as good as Fire Elemental. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Exactly, yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, so, I tried thinking about this card a lot and I couldn't mm -hmm. figure out the best way to play it. And especially you have to give up all these cards to just accomplish. In order to just yeah, get it off. I know. Yeah, and you could so, be drawing cards with those, those cards, you know, or, yeah. or doing something different with it. So yeah, and I, I totally agree with that. Uh, okay. Treachery. Treachery. Yes. This is Three mana warlock spell. Choose a friendly minion. Um, your opponent gains control of it. So I think people were getting a bit uh, overhyped about this and using it with like Doomsayer. And uh, mm -hmm. there's also the 2-2, which summons a 5-5 and has a death rattle. Uh, give your opponent a 5-5 mm -hmm. and you can, like, treachery the 2-2 oh. and then you can end up getting <laughs> yeah, a 5-5. Five, five yeah, yeah. But I think that's way too clunky. And in terms of using treachery with Doomsayer, um, you don't get the kind of tempo advantage because the Doomsayer is going off at the start of their turn. So you can't... you give them the Doomsayer and you can't play anything yeah. else because the Doomsayer is going to go like off on their turn. corrupting mist, yeah. And, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, and then they have... They can just the put time. stuff on the board again. Yeah. Uh, but also, I would I would rather play the two mana spell damage divine shield minion with defy with defile rather than treachery with doomsayer. Like in terms of a two damage AOE combo, treachery is only going to be good with doomsayer on your deck. Whereas defile and the spell damage minion can have multiple uses. Um, and yeah, I would rather there, use that two card combo rather than this and doomsayer. Are there any other instances you'd want to give your opponent? I tried to think of it. Corrupted I really heal did. Bot, I Taking abomination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Not enough um, scenarios that this card would be good. So. Yep. All right. Lastly, I've got ooh, I've got the um, card a lot of people were talking about, which was, um, or at least one point, skulking geist. So this is yeah. the kill jade druid card, um, and it's a six mana common card epic. Four, four attack, six health, battle cry, destroy all one cost spells in both hands index. So in your hand too. And um, I don't know what you guys think about this card, but you know, I think it, yeah, absolutely. It's good against Jade, Jade Druid. But I think it's 
not that good against anything else. Like uh, it might be okay against Hunter too, or not sorry, Hunter, Hunter, but Warrior too. But um, you know, for as Rogue. much, as, I, I thought it was getting a lot of hype. Yeah, Rogue. I guess Rogue would be pretty. Hallucination. Too. You get right I mean, does, does it destroy one cost spells if it's getting discounted too? Like if a priest has an elemental. Or is it just um, like base cost? Like I wasn't um, sure, like exactly how that. I that I don't know. Yeah. I would imagine it's just one cost base. Yeah. Bells. Yeah. So that I, would I, be my guess. I think this card is is like not terrible or bad. It's just I, I think that a lot of people think this card is awesome and great, and mm -hmm. I think some people will use it against Jade Idol in specific situations like events and things like that. But I feel like just Jade Idol might just drop off a little bit by itself and you don't even have a need to even play this card yeah you know um it is base cost by the way no oh, it's it, base cost okay yeah Perfect. yeah what do you guys think i i guess it's it's decent enough that if you are playing something like control priest and you just don't have a shot against jay druids you'd run it in there you know yeah um so yeah. so I, I do think it it, it Purpose, it serves a purpose but, yeah. and it's good, but I, I feel like after a certain point, you know, you're right. Maybe Jays will just die out if, if this card is prevalent enough and then people won't run it and then people will play Jade again. You know, I, I'm not really sure. I, I, I don't know how I feel about hate cards sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they specifically print something just to, to kill, you know, fix a sort of fix a mistake kind of thing. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Jackie, what do you think? I think it is I'm, a hate card, right? I mean, do you guys yeah, interpret it as a hate card? Yeah, it's a hate card, 100%. Okay. I, 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 pretty, I think so. I'm pretty sure I had a nightmare where I was playing Secret Paladin, and I was about to play my Mysterious Challenger. <laughs> my opponent played this card and removed all of my secrets, and I had That's to play hilarious. it. Six. Um, yeah, that would suck. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a secret paladin like hate card, Jackie. That's what, it is. That's what it is. They did it for the secret paladin yeah. two years later. <laughs> but um, no, I agree with Ali. I think it's it's only going to be used in decks where they can't really beat J Druid without this. Yeah, no. yeah. And that, that's about it. Right. You guys think J Druid's that's still going to be popular? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, see, okay, this is maybe going off on a little mini tangent. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't think aggro will be as strong, but I still think it will. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think aggro is still going to have a, a, a place in the meta, but I do think that a lot of more control decks are going to be played. And so if there really are, you know, a lot of control priests, which I do think there will be, um, I'm sure we will see it just as a as a tech card, basically. Yeah, like I mean, I I feel like J Druid will subside, and um, just because yeah. of fear of this card, and like you guys said, it, it's totally things that are tech. It's there to control like the the prevalence of J mm -hmm. J Druid, and by itself, I think just the fear of it will will probably have the latter meta go away from it a bit. And there's other things right. to do with Druid too right now, so it, it's um, yeah. I, I think we'll we'll see that at least in the beginning. I think people will play this card. I just I put yeah. this in here just because I think it might be just overly hyped. At least maybe when it first I don't I don't know because I haven't been watching, but I figured maybe this card would be overly hyped. Um, right. Okay, let's get into some. Oh, it's just our favorite cards. Just maybe real quick, so we've been playing, um, spending some time. So, uh, Allie, 
Hold on, I gotta get pull this uh, up here. Cindergosa. Um, oh, Cindergosa. Yeah, all right. So we've already talked about Cindergosa. I don't know. I, it's a dragon, and it's, fun, it's I, totally fun. It's fun. It's gonna go. <laughs> I think can. Well, we'll talk about that later. But um, it'll go well in the, you know, Death Knight Jaina deck, and so yeah. I just I'm excited. It's a dragon, and it's legendary, so it's cool. perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so moving on. Oh, so this is the section we were talking about our favorite cards. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dying to try yeah. these is what I call it. Yeah. Frost, Frostlich yeah. Jaina is actually my favorite card from the expansion thus far. I can't really pinpoint it. Water Elemental has always been one of my favorite cards. Okay. Just and I loved it in Tempo Mage, and so I think playing a control style of mage that doesn't necessarily rely on burn to end the game it's a little bit more minion centric mm -hmm. it like you could put ele other elementals in the deck i i'm just this will be my will be my first deck that i craft i most likely yeah so, and just cool. in yeah, case you guys don't know um oh, what sorry. the yeah the uh the the jaina is it's it's battle cry summon a three six watermelon elemental wire elemental and your elementals have lifesteal this game so it's a great way to to add, you know continue to heal your mage, which you know healing has always been a little interesting with. Um, uh. <laughs> with I still think this is a sign that ice block is going to go be going away soon. Yeah, <laughs> so. right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think, personally, I think that card it's Frostlich Jaina. I can't really see it being played much like competitively. But if ice block went away, then I think that could completely change. Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, it's definitely something I I agree with you there. I don't know if it's gonna. I actually don't think it will be played competitively. I just think it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um. One of mine's Deathstalker Rexar. Yeah. I mean, literally, just I can't wait to get zombie stin. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> combining all these things yeah, together. We our own zombies last time, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah true. I really can't wait. Um. I think a lot of people are looking forward to to the zombies. It's a, it's a really cool cool hero power. Yeah. Um, and another one, Blackguard, the 6-mana 3-9 Priest Epic. Uh, whenever your oh, hero yeah. is healed, oh, deal that much damage to a random paladin. enemy minion. Yeah, Paladin. This card seems crazy. Like, at first it's got 9 health. Mm -hmm. And with all the kind of lifesteal and health gain things in Paladin, like Burn Bristle, True Silver, Ragalite Lord, Leon Hangs, etc., etc., this card could... Be really good. The only issue with it is that it's in the same mana slot as Spite Ridge Deed, which is obviously ridiculously powerful. But this is uh, this is definitely one of my favorite cards of the set. Yeah, I mean, I think if you play Ivory Knight and stuff, you, you'd play this card instead. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I almost put this card on one of my lists, but um, I just wasn't sure. Uh, you know, again, it's it's like susceptible to like Shadowward Pain just because the 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 body itself, but also. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know that Paladin's going to be great at surviving. I just don't know how Paladin's going to win. <laughs> you know, it's like, again, mm -hmm. like, I'm not clear on it yet. I mean, I, I think that sure. it could be buffing. It could be, I don't know, if Dino, if Dino's actually going to be played or not. Um, but some of these buffs, I think, are, are going to be end up being the way that they end up winning. And I, and I think if that's the case, then yeah, this card's going to be, I think, exceptional at like, keeping them alive and just um, controlling the board a bit. You know, like, because mm -hmm. equality is like, would you ever get rid of uh, any of the current removal with some of the newer ones? Because we've got new humilities, basically, right? We've got new, we got all kinds of ways to shrink minions now, and and we still have equality <coughs> consecrate. So, like, Paladin is so amazing at, at removing and controlling boards. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the current removal you've got in Control Paladin is so good. Obviously, Dark Conviction, which is another one on my list yeah, here, the two mana set of minions attack and health to three is is really nice, like Older Man Without the Body. But mm -hmm. I think it's much more likely to see play in, a, in an aggressive Paladin yeah. deck that plays mm -hmm. things like Squires and Righteous Protectors and maybe oh, even okay. Egg. So you have the, the flexibility to either make shrink a, an enemy minion or buff your own minion. Right. I think that's where I would play this card. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see, the next thing you have is, uh, let's see, embrace darkness. Oh yeah, just briefly this card. I think yeah. I think this is another one that people might have underestimated a bit. Um, so it's choose an enemy minion at the start of your turn, gain control of it. So it's like a six mana mind control, but you don't instantly get the minion. You get the minion next turn, and it's a mate because priest has lots of heal and lots of defensive tools. A lot of the time, you're not as worried about taking the damage that you're going to be taking as you would in, mm -hmm. in other classes. Yeah. So, um, and this is amazing in things like Spite Ridge Deed. Are you printing your Spite Ridge Deed, you use this, bam, that's just game over. Like, bam. <laughs> like, I think this card is... Early mind control. Right. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And they can't kill it, usually. Uh, if you have an empty board, especially. Yeah. Also one of my favorite cards, but I left it out, so... Priests, they're, they're doing some good things with Priest. That's oh, yeah. For sure. yeah. I mean, I feel like it's like yeah. iterating up with Priest, but I've, I've actually appreciated them iterating up with Priest instead of just like sudden crazy like they did with the dragons for a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Another thing that Vai Chang has pointed out in chat is that it deals with four attack minions. Yes, is, uh, that's true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd totally be using it on Drake's and, and obviously the, the Obsidian too. <laughs> huge, huge. Definitely great. Uh, yeah, mine, I, I actually added um, Deathstalker Rand um, Anduin on here. Mm -hmm. And uh, mostly because, um, I mean, it's obviously great for just removal. Like, I think five and up is uh, just given turn eight, it's going to be very relevant, at least relevant for removing something hugely threatening. It might not remove the whole board, but it'll remove the things that actually you care the most about. Uh, and then on top of that, you get the hero power, which I, I, you know, I think the hero power is actually very good for Priest. So, um, yeah, mm -hmm. that's kind of one of the things I want to try out really, really quickly or really, really soon. Uh, and then the next yeah. thing yeah. I have, or actually, what do you guys think of that? Before I, uh, I would say especially Kazakas Priest, the hero power is yes. nuts when yes. you've played Raza and it's zero mana and you can just it, bam, yeah, shadow. Because, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> totally crazy. Yeah. No, I definitely think he's one of the stronger Death Knights. Another, like, in, want to insta-craft uh, yeah. a Death Knight Priest, for sure. Okay, the next one I have is more of like, it might be like my one of the cards I just like for a day or two, but it's just on my list just for the sake of conversation. Uh, it's a six mana six six, Fur furnace fire colossus epic, and battle cry discard all weapons from your hand and gain their stats. <laughs> so I just want to build. I just want to build like a warrior that has like like every single weapon I could possibly have, and then just like throw a couple of these guys down and see what kind of big numbers I can put on it and see <laughs> what can deal with it because. Just yeah, it's it'd be interesting to see. There's actually, you know, there's there's a few classes that do struggle against big minions, and like you just throw that down, like it'd be it'd be kind of interesting to see what happens. So um, I think it's fun. It's interesting. Yeah. I think it's probably a little too easily removed by the majority of, of people, but in general, I I think it's fun. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, it's an, an I think again, like what I was saying with the other warrior card, the pirate card, is that. 
I like this type of text with the weapons because some of the weapons, like Fiery War Axe, for instance, right? They're they're very inconsequential at the end. Like they almost have zero value for uh, warriors, control warriors, and things like that at the end. So if you can actually convert that into a buff on a late game minion instead, I I like the flexibility aspect to that and you know at least with the weapons not to say that this is strong enough that i would play it like in a control warrior but the con the concept itself is something that i i definitely appreciate i definitely like the fact that they're again like having multi-purpose for some of the the cards and elements of the game that's really really cool uh okay the next one actually both of you guys have on it, it yeah, it's uh card. yeah the uh, despicable De dreadlord yes the five mana, four, five demon at the end of your turn, deal one damage to all enemy minions. I love this card. I don't know. I, I want to play a demon lock so bad. And I just feel like yep. you definitely put this in a, in a demon lock, you know, to help against aggro or token decks or something. <clears throat> and a four, five is a relatively solid body. It's a demon. Um, yeah, I just, I, I really, really like this card. Yeah, I think I agree. Like in terms of the new Warlock Death Knight, where you're summoning all your demons, there aren't that many good demons to bring back. Whereas many. I've this, tried yeah. to make demon decks. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is a great demon. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Good. Uh, let's see, the last thing I have is a five mana five five dragon. That's a neutral common card. At the end of your turn, give another random friendly minion plus three attack. Um, nothing's too spectacular about this, but. I think being able to give plus three attack to minions in certain classes is really good. So, like a shaman totem, for instance, or uh, a priest, any of the you know kind of earlier minions. Again, you know, like if you can put this down, it, it fits well in a dragon deck. But there's not many dragons right now, so just like a, you know, me and you, Ali, I think love dragon priests. So, like I, I just like dragons. So you know, like having an extra dragon to like you know to, to be able to snag, and then uh, so I, I think there is utility to making certain minions that have text value but weak bodies mm -hmm. and just giving them some kind of relevance to the board i want to like i mean it's a dragon i, I want to like this card more more than i more than i do actually like my, my issue with it is that if we're playing dragon priest like i wouldn't play this over operative ever and yeah. i don't know i don't think you'd run it coupled with operative i think that's too it's too clunky. So, but I do like it if you were trying to make a, like a dragon mage where you can't run, run operative or something. Um, I think you definitely put this in. And a five mana five five solid, you know. And and I definitely think that the um, end of turn effect is, is solid as well. So I, I like it. But if we're just speaking in terms of like the strongest dragon deck, which would be priest, I wouldn't put him in dragon priest. Yeah, um, it's definitely better in. Well, you want to have minions on the board to, when you're playing yeah. this card, so it's definitely better in an aggressive dragon deck, like yeah. a dragon warrior, which isn't really a thing anymore, rather than a control right. dragon deck like priest. Well, just the old dragons, I think, with, with some of the worm rests and things like that, this card yeah. would have been even oh, better. Then, yeah, it would have been better. Uh, yeah, yeah, Alex, definitely. Alex and that sort of stuff. That would have been yeah. super good. So if some of those cards come back, you know, some earlier game dragon cards come back, This, I think this could be a pretty cool card. Um, Good to discover. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. All right, let's talk about some yeah. hero powers now. It's just kind of moving along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, it was a long yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so let's just rank the Death Knight hero powers. And 
I, I guess not taking into account the Death Knights themselves, which yeah, you know, just we, the hero powers. Yeah, just the hero powers, just because I don't know. It's kind of fun to look at that way. So uh, looks like we all think that Warlock uh, has good, which is if those of you don't know the hero power, it's a Warlock one is is uh, deal three damage and life steal three. It's basically life steal three damage. Um, so pretty flexible there, and we've always said that Warlock had issues with healing, and this is basically a hero power heal. So that's mm -hmm. pretty nice. Um, but yeah. then we start to vary here. So I, I think Priest, actually Priest is in our top three. I think we mm -hmm. we all think that comboing aspect of that could be crazy good, especially with Raza, right? But then you have Hunter yeah. number two. I was like, wow, that's yes. that is high. Yeah, just excited. Yeah. I think that zombies are high. gonna be great, man. The zombies are great. Like if you can get if you can get to that stage <laughs> in the game. Get to that stage, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what I mean. Like, the, obviously, like there's a chance that you it, you can just never play the Hunter Death Knight because you yeah. can never get that far. But if you get that far, the Hunter the Hero Power is fantastic. It's true. So yeah. much value. Like it's. If we're speaking just in terms of the Hero Powers, I totally agree with you. That's a, like a lot of value. Yeah, I mean that's for, kind of what I was basing it on. But yeah, 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 yeah which okay. is what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, mine. Yeah. It, it was. It, it's a little bit of integrated both because originally I had Hunter even lower just because I didn't think Hunter was good, but. Then I was evaluating a little bit closer to just hero power, so it went up a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see, mage. I think we all have it four. That's cool. Rogue. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of four. You have like rogue a little further down than we do. Um, I think the rogue. Hero yeah, power is really good. I, I think that's because I don't. I just can't see it working. It's it's not. Ugh. I, don't know. I just think getting an extra like just yeah. the hero power, getting an extra eviscerate, getting you know just like. The fact that it's just generating a, a new card yeah. every turn is, I think, I think anything that generates extra value and extra cards is just always pretty good. So yeah, I think it's really especially in rogue power. because rogue is all about mm -hmm. comboing and combos. The and seed, I think, seed rogue will be pretty good. Miracle seed rogue should be yeah. even better now with some of the tools that they get here. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I like that hero power. I think it just synergizes with the, at least the existing rogue. Maybe not like some of these other rogues we've been talking about today. Uh, so you yeah. guys have Paladin at six. I actually think Paladin is the worst one. So I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually really curious why. Like I, I must be missing something. You know, here. I might actually agree with you. Like in terms of the Death Knight, I think it's one of the best, and I'm really excited yeah, for it. I Death think Knight's summoning good. a two two. Yeah. yeah, summoning a two two every turn is strong but if we're just comparing it based on all the other hero powers i actually agree with you like I, I i originally thought that warrior was the worst one but having you know a whirlwind effect hero power could actually just be better so it, like than just summoning two just for Grom and, and, and stuff like that. yeah yeah um so jackie i'm, I'm curious um yeah i mean summoning a two two every turn is is pretty nice um and it's, I mean, it's kind of the fact that it's not just summoning a 2-2. It's like a 2-2 that your opponent's going to have to deal with. If, if at any yeah, point, you, yeah, if at no, any point yeah. you have like two of them on the board, your opponent is like, oh my God, I've got to, I've got to get rid of these. Like, otherwise Maybe I could just lose on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's, no, I agree. That's I think I it's not, like, it's going to be hard to ever actually kill people with the four, yeah. um, four dudes, but it's, I think it's the threat of it. Is it, um, is it always a unique one every time you do it? I don't actually know. I kind of assumed yeah. that it was like I the shaman hero power where you get yeah. a random one. Yeah. Hopefully it's yeah. a unique yeah. one. Like that, that way there is a threat for any time there's just four on the board. You're, you're screwed. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe maybe right, I'm yeah. undervaluing just the 2-2 two -two body. You know, um, 
But uh, let's see. Next thing, uh, Shaman. We've all got Shaman at seven. Oh, you actually have Druid at, at eight. I actually think that the Druid one, I had the Druid one higher before, believe it or not. Because um, I feel like the Druid, the fact that we have Warlock at number one, mm-hmm. and Druid is like yeah. the same, <laughs> except for it just takes damage for what it kills. Um, that's like, that's not that much, right? There's there's not that big of a difference between those two. And I think with like Aggro Druid too, it, it's pretty effective, that hero power, I would think. But but I guess you get it super late, so that that's irrelevant. They're pretty close, right? Isn't Druid in the Yeah, world? no, I, I actually think the Druid is one that I might have underestimated a bit. I think it is slightly better than I initially thought. I agree with you on that. Um, I mean, I used to love yeah. uh, Savage, Ro- Savage Beast, man. I used to love that hero power, man. It's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> like whenever I uh, got to swing. Uh, I like the shaman hero power. Like I, I wanted yeah. it to be higher, just in comparison to the other ones. I I put it lower, but I I I think the shaman. What's the shaman hero power again? I'm like forgetting. Um, evolve one minion. Oh, basically. evolve right. Evolve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I think that just you know that could be powerful. You know, you make your good trade and. You know, buff up, evolve your guy. It yeah. is. It's very RNG based, though. So, like, that's that's why yeah. I, I put it lower than the other ones because, in theory, I really like the idea of it. But um, it's an RNG hero power, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, it can it can go. I wonder what the statistics are, but it could also backfire on you too. Just the evolves. Yeah, only exactly. going up one, right? So. Okay, well, anyways, that's our uh, hero power ranking. And the next thing we're going to do is class rankings, what we predict to be the rankings for the classes. And we kind of broke them up into tiers one, two, three, and I have actually a four. So, um, mm-hmm. all right. So the top three, you guys had the same. <laughs> actually, yours, y'all's are pretty different than mine. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Actually, quite different than mine. Uh, but so we start with there. So you guys think Paladin, Druid, and Rogue will be. Uh, the, the top three. And I, I think those are going to be good, too. Like, they're literally, like, at the top of my second tier. Um, but yeah. I actually think Warrior's going to be good. Like, I think Warrior's going to be really good. So I'm curious yeah. to see what you guys think. What what type of Warrior what, are you, yeah, are you what thinking? Yeah, Warrior? Um, I think that Control... I think that Quest Warrior, I think, will will still be good. And I, I think that just Control Warrior generally ha- have gotten uh, more tools to... I mean, we, we talked about just even card value tools and... Yeah, and a lot of those cards that we're talking about are cards that, like, shield block. I mean, cards that give you additional armor. And there's even two new cards that give you additional armor, too. So I think the mm-hmm. fact that Warriors could have infinite cards and they're just, like, healing cards, it could be yeah. boring as hell, but it, it's, uh, it's <laughs> still going to be good, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see it. Um. Yeah, I, th- I mean, the, one of the things about Warrior is that you've already got Pirate Warrior and Quest Warrior, which are already pretty good decks. And then if Temper right. Warrior becomes a thing as well, then Warrior could be a nicely kind of varied class with lots of Oh, for sure. Options. But I yeah. actually think those, maybe not so much Pirate Warrior, but I think Control Warrior has gotten much better. Just with, yeah. I mean, even just well, the card pirate- that kills Jade Idol, that, that's huge. Like, that, that was Yeah, that's true. That is true, yeah. Control Warrior un- well, in, under wraps. Yeah. Will pirates still be really good? Like, are we just totally discounting that pirate warrior could still be tier one, or is that? Yeah, pirate warrior is still going to be probably it, it's tier still one. Right? Like, worst I tier almost two. wanted to put worst warrior in tier, tier one. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. at worst, exactly. Yeah. So I, I was kind of like, well, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of taunt though, so it is going to take a hit. There's no question yeah. it'll take yeah. a hit. Yeah, and life steal. Yeah, life steal too. So there's a lot of heal too. So it will take a hit, but 
that's aggro across the board taking it. It's not just, mm-hmm. you know, Pirate Warrior. Um, so anyways, yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of why I have it up there. Um, so Paladin, what type of Paladin are you guys thinking about, like right off the bat? Hand buff Paladin. <laughs> <laughs> I think hand buff Paladin could still be good. I think that control <laughs> Paladin could be really good. And I still think that the current, like, aggro Murloc Paladin could still be strong. Like, I, yeah, I, I, like, I, I see you know too. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I still, I, I honestly think that deck is so good. And it's got, um, like, late game potential, too. Like, it's, it's a really fast deck. And, like, the 5-4, you know, adapting your Murlocs is so explosive sometimes. And then with Stonehill Defender, like, you've got Tyrion as endgame. So I just, I don't know. I, I really feel like that deck would thrive in a control meta actually because I mean, you could um, just add bone mare to that existing deck and it's already like upgraded yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i know? think paladins it's, is gonna be good yeah it's so many different types of paladins too so. yeah yeah maybe even divine shield paladin um yeah who knows i but i think a lot of the current meta decks a lot of them will probably still be meta decks. I don't think yeah, the meta will, ch- meta will change anywhere exactly. near as much as it did when Unguro came out. Yeah. Because then a load of stuff was rotating out as well. So a lot of the meta decks will still be meta decks, but maybe with a couple of tweaks and maybe some a few new archetypes and mm-hmm. entering the scene as well. Yeah, Al, you mentioned that right. before the show, right? You were saying that, like, that you didn't feel that these cards were necessarily going to make like a, a big as big of a change as you were thinking, yeah. right? Yes, I, I I still stand by that. Um, I because I, like with I, the reason why I put Rogue in in t- my tier one is because I still think Miracle Rogue isn't going away. And if we are playing a lot of control decks, Miracle Rogue is just good against control. And so I think Miracle could have its time to shine in tier one too. So um, yeah, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I actually put Rogue in because I think Tempo Rogue is going to be yeah, really good. Yeah, I do too. I think Tempo um, Rogue is... Or Tempo too, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, doing all the deck of the weeks, you know, with a lot of the decks that you've been uh, talking about on the show, Jackie, I think it's definitely opened my eyes to even just the current power of Rogue. And I think the things that they're getting just help with it, especially the Miracle, like you're talking, Allie. Like, there, there are cards mm-hmm. that just give Rogue cards. Just to mm-hmm. you know, again with C, I think it's going to be great with Shirazin and and um, it, there's just multiple types of rogues that you'll be able to play. And I'm not, I'm not even talking about like the the peddler one either. You know, just the one that yeah. we were talking about with with uh, just the your other opponent's cards. So um, it's a good time. It's definitely rogue is really interesting class right now. Um, yeah. But we're looking at uh, a class that was the worst this last. Uh, expansion and for at least me and Allie we still think Warlock's on the bottom actually Hunter too I think Hunter and Warlock were at the bottom mm-hmm. and uh, Jackie you actually have Shaman at the bottom instead of Warlock so <clears throat> yeah about that. Um, part of the reason Shaman is at the bottom is because Warlock is moving up I think a lot of the decks that I think could potentially become good uh, maybe some kind of control Warlock maybe Tempo Warrior I think they're both going to be very good against Token Shaman. And I think other than Token Shaman, I don't think there are that many good Shaman decks um, right now. Like you can play like Elemental Shaman or Control Shaman or whatever, but realistically, I don't think that good. I think Token Shaman is just um, the only Shaman deck that really shines. And I think a a lot of decks that are going to be good in the meta are going to be very good against Token Shaman. I think think that's That's going to just push Shaman right down. I think I've rated Shaman 
far too you high, think so? Like, well, I mean, what what classes are you thinking? I mean, I would agree that Warlock is going to be good against Shaman, but is yeah. So Warlock, I mean, uh, Control Warrior, Tempo Warrior, um, those are Paladin. Um, everything. I think everything is going to be good against Shaman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, every like a lot of those things. Even with the new. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, how is it different than now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of right, those classes yeah. that you mentioned before, they didn't get new elements that, like, I mean, they get lives. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Druid has the new five mana spell that can flip, is very good against Shaman. Okay, okay, um, I give you that. I one. think that could that's potentially true. help Druid quite a bit. Um, but that's Priest has not... the new two mana two mana AOE spell. Um, I don't know. It's, it's I mean, maybe it's just a maybe maybe it's a. I still think I could, I could be wrong. It'd be good, actually. Like, I mean, with, coupled yeah. with the the five, like I think the the fact that the Death Knight's only five mana, I think is mm-hmm. that's awesome. a big thing. Yeah, that's a big thing. However, you are losing up your ability to make totems. Actually, but you're finding but, stuff. I mean, it's it's yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's um. I still think it'll be good, but like my with the whole warlock thing is that I do think that warlock will be good against shaman, but I think that everything else is going to be better against warlock. So it's kind of one of those things. Well, if you're playing Warlock, yay, you get to beat Shaman, but everything else beats you. <laughs> you, know? Still, like, so. you know what's so funny is that you know one of the Q and As. You know, I I think the question that we posed to them right was um, whether they were going to do discard, and their answer actually sounded like they were not going to do too much with discard, but they were still going to do like maybe I was expecting like one card to do a discard. There's like four yeah. cards that have to do with this card. So there's yeah, actually right? a substantial amount of, of uh, synergy with this, this card. So they're, they're still trying to work on it. But for me, I think there, again, like there are some really cool standalone cards for Warlock, but they just don't synergize with, you know, the Disco or, or make Disco Lock even like good enough to that the clunkiness is actually worth doing, you know, and... Yeah, I don't even know if the quest is still relevant. The quest still probably is irrelevant, right? So, mm-hmm. um, mm. it's pretty tough, man. I, th- I think Warlock will be will be interesting. Uh, I'll be interesting to see see or interested to see what Warlock deck you build, Jackie. So I can okay. <laughs> check of the week <laughs> because I can't think of anything like at least right off the bat. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, I think Warlock's going to be. Like when I've been playing a lot of handlock, Warlock has actually felt fairly good, but just terrible against Mage, mm-hmm. and I think it'll be. To be honest, pretty similar. Um, it will be slightly better against everything else, but probably still terrible against Mage. Right. Yeah. I think Mage is actually taking a hit because of lifesteal. Like, I, if enough yeah. people are running lifesteal yeah, cards, I like, I, I actually, I'm, I'm a little sad because Mage is one of my favorites to play, but I think it's going to be, oh, did I put it in tier two? I actually think. Oh no, it's because I only have three tiers. Okay, just yeah. kidding. Yeah, bottom of tier two for me, or like if there, I did have four, I'd put it in tier three. Um, unfortunately, because I think there's enough life steal cards now that's going to make it harder to just kind of burn off your opponent. <clears throat> right. Right. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I think that's it for all of our power rankings and reviews. Um, I think the last thing yeah. that we talk about is like what what decks are you guys going to build on day one. <sighs> Definitely. Uh, I'm Jackie for sure. I mean, he's yeah, yeah, I'm going straight in with uh, with Handbuff yeah, Paladin yeah, and, and Death Knight Control Hunter. They're my, they're my two yeah. two first decks. Okay. I'm going to. All right, cool. Yeah. How about you, Allie? Uh, Death Knight Jaina for sure, and probably yeah. Death Knight Paladin, like Control Paladin. I really think, yeah, I think those yeah. two. 
I'm going sure. Death nice. Knight Priest OTK style oh, for <laughs> first. We you're, do ready, you're ready to meme. That's right. <laughs> right out the bat. Wait, OTK? How, how do you do the OTK? Oh, man. I, I, mean, I have to work it out, but I haven't. But definitely, <laughs> definitely something with Raza as well as like a lot of cheap spells. Yeah, yeah, cheap spells yeah. That, that refresh the, the hero power over and over again. Yeah. Exactly yeah. how you do it. If it's like something with Raza yeah. and Mind Blast and Shadow Vision. Yeah, and, and Radiant like Elementals that, yeah. too. I mean, it's, it's Radiant be, Elementals. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's gonna be a, a little bit of that. But I mean, it doesn't have to be like a thirty stuff. combo. It just has to be enough to kill the guy. You know, it's like right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's probably gonna be a mixture of stuff. I might even try Quest Priest again. You know, with me. Oh yeah, I want to do that as well. Yeah. Death Rattle like Nazoth. Yeah, Quest Priest could be. Yeah, could be a thing. Could be really good, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think I it's slowly becoming better and better and better. So it's like again, like I feel like they're doing pretty good with priests and how they're iterating up with it. Uh, and I'll probably play Control Warrior just because I, I just always end up liking Control. Control Warrior is like my default, um, <laughs> default archetype that I always go to. So I just kind of want to get a good sense for it, so I, I know exactly where Control Warrior is, and I can always go back to it if I need to. So see how good that yeah, is with the right. Quest Warrior too. Um, all right. Well, uh, hopefully you guys will also, um, uh, well, at least hopefully you guys, th that card review will maybe help you guys out there listening and, and watching too. And let us know what decks you're going to be playing. We're going to be doing some deck of the weeks too with the new ones. Um, I don't think we're going to do a deck of the week for this coming week just because we want to wait until the new cards come out and then we'll we'll you know obviously present a, a new one so one break for deck of the week we'll try to do a, a real quick deck of the week tonight though just to um again just just for completeness sake in the kazakis priest uh but we have time for maybe one question should we just do one question here um yeah, sure. yeah. how about Actually, maybe two. There's one really quick one. So Alex from UK actually has a really interesting question. It is, is it fair to give streamers a card to reveal as it seems that streamers given the card may feel uh, obliged to hype it regardless of how good it is? The streamer cannot be that objective as Blizzard would frown upon it getting trashed or wouldn't ask next time around. Thoughts? Yeah, so I, I guess it's like kind of a question of do you guys feel like you have to hype up the card even if you don't? Like the classic case is Trump and Silent Night, right? <laughs> like the, <laughs> that that card reveal I think is like the epitome of <laughs> I'm really really trying hard, right, to to figure yeah. out a way to hype that up. So I don't know how how do you think what do you, how do you, what do you guys feel about that? Do you think? Um, I mean, people don't have to do a card reveal. Like if you don't yeah. want to reveal a card, you don't have to. Like I think being able, having the opportunity to reveal a card is quite like a, a privilege it's an honor. and I feel yeah. quite yeah. yeah yeah it's like an honor to do it so I think no matter how bad the card is um from a streamer's <laughs> perspective I think you kind of you know want to just try and make the most of the opportunity personally mm -hmm. so, totally 100 yeah. percent. I I I would have a really hard time wanting to turn down revealing a card however bad it yeah. is um, I think there's a way you can do it. Like, you know, not every single card in the set, it ha you know, is going to be great. And, you know, they have to give, a, you know, average or, or kind of weird ones, you know, to, to some streamers. And so I think that, you know, you, there's a way to frame how you present it. Like you can talk about the fun aspects of it and, and, and all that stuff and not yeah. necessarily like shit on it completely. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. you can, you like, even if it's not good, like you can still review it in a in a positive yeah. way, you know, and make it fun. Mm -hmm. So, no, I I think at that point you should just be happy. You're you know you get a card like 
I mean, yeah, at least I, that's I how I would that. be. I'd, yeah. I'd be like, sweet, you know, I don't yeah, care. Jimmy. Totally, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it might be, like you said, it might be interpreted as not being objective, but you know, you don't have to talk about negative things. There's like plenty of people yeah, that, exactly. that don't talk about the negative side when they're doing card reviews. So, um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there's, I don't think there's that much wrong with talking about the negative sides as well. As long as like, you want to give kind of a, a, a balanced argument. Like if you yeah. can see yeah. both sides to it, that's fine. Like you don't want to just absolutely just like this trash is- the card and say, this is awful yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like you can say the bad sides about the card, as long as you also say where it could potentially be good or cards it yeah. could be used with and things like that. Balance is good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, Ahmed, who's our, he's always, he always has great questions. So that's why you guys are probably wondering, he's like, God, why does he always get the questions? It's because he has, uh, he ends up asking some interesting ones. But um, actually, Patrick L asked a question we'll try to get to next week. Uh, we'll, let's see, Ahmed asks, with Evolve now in tier one and four mana, seven, seven in trash tier, what cards from Angoro is an early bloomer and will fade? And what is a late bloomer? So uh, anything that you think sure that I will... understand the question. So basically, is there what what Angoro cards do you think are fa- like quick starters but will fade over time? Uh, and which ones do you think are not good right now? Underrated, basically. Yeah, underrated. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Blood Bloom for me was a late bloomer. I think that will yeah, eventually like be that. good. Um, I still think yeah. Umbra. Umbra, like with Umbra? the with okay, new, yeah. the death. Rattle stuff like maybe like it, it maybe she's a late bloomer and you know with death rattle decks you know mm-hmm. she could she could see some play. I'm trying to think of some other yeah, ones. Yeah, I mean it, it really depends what cards um, are brought out and how the meta changes because different cards are good depending on the meta. Like mm-hmm. um, like the quest mage quest for example. If everyone's playing aggro, mm-hmm. it's terrible. But if everyone's playing really slow decks, Amazing. it's very very good. So yeah, it's, that's a card that kind of. No one played at the start, but it started to see more play. And if the meta happened to slow down, it would probably see even more play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll I'll go out and say that maybe a Tar Creeper might get a little bit less play over time, and that might have okay. to do with just like better cards is coming out. I mean, it's kind of scary to think about better cards. Well, um, I think it's the- but man, I don't know. Maybe uh, I'm trying to think of cards that are super popular, you know. And um, man, yeah. it's hard to I really think um, it's really I think the Hunter Quest will have its time. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Jaggy. <laughs> now, now, balance, <laughs> balance, right? <laughs> I wonder if you could say like galaka crawler was an early bloomer like after pirates you know are okay yeah okay not I, I think as that's prevalent a good or something that's a really good you one. know yeah good thing we say that um uh yeah, yeah. Right. A few. i think i think that uh, yeah i think that's a good one or maybe oh. even just the uh murloc um like the five four maybe that won't be played as much a little yeah bit later. i think um I think the hand buff cards could be a big one. They have oh, not yeah. really seen they have not really seen any play at all. Um, whereas cards um, that are brought out that help hand buffs could suddenly make hand buffs see play. And there's been a significant amount of cards in this expansion that could uh, really make them see play. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's uh, hopefully that answered your question, Ahmed. I think he he his were living mana, and. Uh, he thinks that the priest quest will will be a late bloomer too. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah, a good yeah, shot. I think that's a good one too. 
All right, guys. Well, this is a long show, man. We we got on two forty five, but we, we had to we had to do it given that we missed last week. So we, you're getting two shows basically in in, in yeah. one here. Ah, so card reveals are always long, yeah, so yeah. it makes sense. And uh, the the release is tomorrow, guys. So hopefully, you guys will be excited or get some sleep because I'm sure you're gonna be you know uh, deck teching and smashing some memes and yeah doing all kinds of things tomorrow <laughs> so uh, night, red bull yeah like, yeah <laughs> exactly get ready just to be watching streams and, and reddit and everything but um yeah. uh i guess we should do some shout outs before we wrap up uh <laughs> jackie you want to start us off yeah shout out to blizzard for giving me meat wagon Meat um. wagon. <laughs> wow, that sounds kind of weird, but <laughs> oh <laughs> I know my god, I know what you mean, Jackie. You know you oh, mean. okay, I'll leave it at that. You'll tell me. Yes, I, I'll copy you there. Shout out to Blizzard for giving me a dragon card. I was so amped. I was like, yes, they gave me dragon. Um, uh, obviously oh to our team, FCK. Thanks for all the support and love. Um. Oh, just a reminder, just a shout out, 12 o'clock noon Pacific yes. Standard Time. That's when it goes live. So yes. let's just say that. Um, patrons, obviously, we couldn't do the show without your support. And just, you know, to the people hanging out in chat, thanks, you know, thanks for watching. <laughs> so. Yep, you guys are absolutely awesome that sit here and, and obviously uh, chill with us the entire show. To- yeah. Yes. Um, oh, so one reminder, too, is that we're going to be moving over to Ali's channel starting next oh, yeah. week yeah so um you know we'll we'll be tweeting that and you can follow the show's twitter at uh, value town gg all of our twitters are here chamin v ftk alley and ftk jackie and um you can find the vods all on youtube.com slash all all the previous shows are all there you can find us on itunes of course just by searching for value town or hearthstone and you'll find us and um, as well as uh, Google Play and SoundCloud too. A lot of people don't even know about the SoundCloud exists. So just look for soundcloud.com slash shamanv. All of the shows are there. <laughs> and um, I think that's going to be it. I'll have the audios and uh, video up probably in the next, I don't know, maybe hour or two. This is kind of long, so I might break it up into <laughs> two pieces. Yeah. Two part, part two. <laughs> yep, yep. No, it's and, good to talk about all the different cards, though. It's nice that some of us yeah, had no, different opinions on different yeah, stuff as well. Yeah. I think good. we covered quite a few, too, because we covered some that were yeah. on the, the the list, too. So yeah. um, definitely did no, our I like best. how we broke it up. Yeah, <laughs> we should do that more often instead of going one by one. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's good. I think that's I think that's about it. I feel like there's something I always forget to plug. Oh, actually, go to the Patreon too. So Patreon.com/slash/ValueTown. Go and check that out, guys. And you can just go to the site, guys. We we post stuff there too. That's available to everybody, not just the patrons. So I would highly encourage just going there and just seeing what's going on with ValueTown. And then TV has all the show notes and everything too. But um, that's going to be it, guys, for ValueTown this week. So for Jackie Chan, Ali Straza, and myself, Chan V, we'll see you next week. <laughs> see you later, guys. Bye. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>